Welcome to the Tripod Beer Runs. We are your hosts, Mangria underscore Fueled, along with Big Carpe. What you say? What you know? How's your hoe? <laughs> well, Big Carpe. While we wait for Young Bretsky to join us, how was your week, man? How did it go this week? Uh, we kind of flew by, man. Uh, worked uh, worked quite a bit. Then a friend of mine's birthday was Thursday. We got together, had some beers, had some laughs, uh, little, just a little bit of ignorance, and then I uh, watched some old wrestling, as I always do, and then talked to you uh, and the missing link out having some coffee right now, <laughs> thinking about Zimas, eating dessert, nice little, uh, nice little uh, chocolate cake, maybe some cheesecake. He's partying like a high schooler with his friends. Yeah, minus all night little bit. Minus the booze. Well, my question to you, Cesar, is did you check out the after party hangover with Cynic Chaos? No, nah, not yet. Um, I was going to listen to it today. And then um, I got caught up getting some dinner and stuff. And then I didn't want to start it. And then we keep, you know, maybe you guys would sign on early or something. So I just haven't listened to it yet. Well, he uh, brought up an interesting question. He wanted to put a question out to all the the Steel Real After Party Inner Circle, the us in the chat. He asked yeah. if we ever did all get together for the barbecue we keep talking about when things go back to normal, would each of us be willing to get a tattoo of the Steel Real After Party logo? No. <laughs> Fuck no. Because we had been talking about... That's a hell fucking no. Okay. <laughs> I I personally don't have any tattoos. I don't I mean, if you got tattoos, it's cool. I mean, if, if they have a funny story or they mean something. Uh people who get tattoos just because they want to get tattoos, I, I kind of think that's dumb. But like if it's cool <laughs> art or something, or it has a meaning, you know, or hell, you got drunk and you lost a fantasy football bet, so you gotta get titties tattooed on your back. I think that's <laughs> fucking funny um you at least get a story it's an icebreaker yeah um, but well, yeah my first tattoo would not be about a group of degenerates who talk about wrestling and the ratchet shit we do in the chat <laughs> well you know back in the day only sailors used to get fucking tattoos and nowadays everybody has a tattoo i do not have a tattoo uh, did you ever think about it yeah, I wanted. I I love Vegas. It's my favorite place. It's my heaven on earth, if you will. And mm -hmm. one year, I wanted to get a tattoo on my 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 leg of Viva Las Vegas, but it was three hundred dollars. I was like, "Fuck that! I could use that on booze." That's what I'm saying. Like, I I could spend, <laughs> I could spend much more money. You know, if, if Jake's fitting the bill with his T-shirt money, I'll get the stupid ass tattoo, and that way, I always have a story about it. But. Yeah, I'm not getting some SRAP logo tattooed on myself. This ain't this ain't Suicide Squad with Will Smith and Margot Robbie. I'm not getting paid for this shit. I do this shit out of my own free time. I listen. I, I happen to meet. I happen to meet some of the coolest, dumbest people on the internet by listening to a podcast by two dumb, ignorant, funny people. Okay, like I am appreciative, and thank you for allowing me and my ratchetness into the chat. Uh, but. Yeah, it don't go deeper than that. <laughs> well, Caesar, the podcast this week suffered because Julius Caesar's presence 
was not felt. However, a representative from the tripods did show up and represent. What questions would you have asked? Are you going to save those for this week? Yeah, I got caught up with work. Um, and by the time I, I had literally typed out this incredibly long, funny thing on Instagram, and it's not going to work now unless it posts the same way. Um, but when I looked at it, it was like 4.05, and I know they started at 3.30, yeah. so I deleted it. Um, so I don't know. Depending on the post next week, uh, I might just save it. Okay, uh, okay. And then, but I do have uh, a few other jokes that I want to write on Facebook so that a certain fuckboy can read them. Well, as you know, they're trying to change Jake's gimmick from uh, pedo to granny lover. What are your thoughts on that? Uh, if he does that, he has to give up the SRAP best friends because Jake the pedo <laughs> is SRAP best friends with Sam. So if he is now the granny lover, uh, he has to change his whole gimmick uh, on APPW as well. That'll be the only way I accept it. If he wants to be <laughs> as cool as Orange Cassidy, then, you know, I don't know why, because he's not as cool as Orange Cassidy. He's pedophile. <laughs> um, then he can, uh, he has to go back to, he has to figure something else out. He has well, to be somebody else. If he changes like the Chucky e. T or something, I'll at least give him the realm of new friends. He can change to any other, anybody else. But he can't be Trent. Trent's awesome. So he can be Chucky e. T. You know what? Chucky e. T's awesome on Twitter. I feel like Jake doesn't have a good Twitter profile. So I, he has to be Marco Stunt. He has to change oh, his gimmick no. to Marco Stunt. Oh, no. You heard, it, you heard it here first. Sticks Adams, when you hear this, back me up. Uh, me and Sticks are going to keep the pedo jokes a rolling until he changes his gimmick on ABVW to Marco Stunt. Oh, my God. That's the that, worst option yeah. ever. Hey, I, d- I don't make the rules, man. If you change your gimmick, <laughs> you have to change your gimmick. Right? I guess You're changing so. the gimmick. Yeah. They're they trying to make him a granny lover or a necrophiliac, nah. but. I'm calling veto on that. <laughs> Call him because they're not together anymore. See, if he was riding with Zenka and they were the SRAP, you know, tag team champs or whatever, if they were riding together, I, you'd have no choice because that's his partner. But no, he's with Sam now. He's doing his own thing. So if he wants to change his gimmick, he can do his own thing. He has to change his gimmick. Oh, Cesar, um, I had this pretty funny idea I wanted to run by you because you're the expert and I know you could come up with way more funnier things than I can. Let's start the SRAP drinking game. Let's make out a card or a list. And every time a specific thing happens, you got to fucking drink. Top of the list, the phone ringing. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, the video call? (laughs) You know, whenever they're talking and the phone rings and Jake goes, I'm not going to acknowledge that. Oh, oh, that. Oh, the drinking game for the pie. Oh, okay, okay. Here we go. How drunk do you want to (laughs) get? How drunk do you want to? We're gonna get blacked out, dude. (laughs) Yeah, how drunk do you want to get? Because like, is this a is this a a beer game or a liquor game? Because I mean, we can we can switch up the rules. We can have it just beer. You know, if if we want to survive till the end, we're gonna have to break into uh, Jake's refrigerator and steal his fruit booty white claws, so we can make it to the end of the fucking podcast. Start drinking like one three eight and getting some Coors Light and drink some light beers. Okay, the phone, 
the phone rings and it's and or the phone rings. It's a sip. You at least got a drink. You got a drink. The phone rings. No, the phone rings. You got to drink twice. Two sips. If it's followed by a curse word, usually Jake is like "fuck" or "god damn it." You got to take an extra sip per word that after the phone rings, referring no, to no, the no, phone. No, 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 no. Let's not yeah. make it too complicated. Let's just say drink or no drink. We'll go with the phone ringing. All right, phone ringing, drink. And I know you have a thousand more you can add to this. Anytime, anytime Zanka gets lost, drink. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Anytime Zanka, anytime Zanka gets lost, or I wasn't listening, man. Like, yeah. What do you say? Oh, wait. Where was I? Yeah. Also, anytime he's reading questions and they answer the questions and he can't immediately go back to the hashtag, you got to take a gulp. <laughs> like, if he, he's like, oh, I got kicked out of Instagram. Yeah. You got to lose it. So Zanka skips hashtags. Is that what you mean? Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know how he's like, he's like, great, Bretsky. And then they're like, nah, nah, nah. And he's like, so this week, after listening to the full podcast, blah, 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 blah. And then they answer the question. And then Zanka's like, Oh damn, damn! He's gonna get me. Hold on, where where was it? Where was it? Like that? Oh yeah, all right, here we go. Hashtag full pocket. Like yeah, then you got a drink. If he loses his place on Instagram, I got one. Every time Jake mentions he wants to die. Oh yeah, you got a drink. You got a drink. Jake death mention. Okay, there we go. Drink. You definitely got a drink. Uh, I'm gonna post all of these on my um, Instagram question this coming week. So. Because I know they nice. don't listen to this, so we'll we'll refresh. You know, yeah, everyone's memory. Yeah, twenty of them do. So at least those twenty. We got the mighty twenty. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Anytime Jake mentions Hulu, you got a drink. <laughs> Jake Hulu. Okay. How about um, every time Jake says, "I work for my father." Father. Well, that's yeah. All right. It's relatively. Well, I know it's relatively new, but it does get brought up ever since he, he's yeah. mentioned it. Yeah, ever since he started saying it. Uh. Uh. What else we got? Oh, I got here? one. I got one. Every time Zanka comes up with a new uh, phrase to call your dick. Yeah. Oh yeah, you got a drink. You definitely got a drink. Zanka dick nicknames. Okay. All right. We can- Zanka, we could just go Zanka isms drink. Zanka isms, yeah, that's way better. Yeah, because he's always like, "Oh man, you should throw that shit in a clam chowder pocket." <laughs> tossing that child cheese. Yeah, tossing that. You're just sitting there in your child cheese. Yeah, any Zanka isms. You got a drink. Uh, anytime Zanka starts to say retard instead of nincompoop, oh, you yeah. got a drink. Zanka says retard, and then when Jake corrects him, that's two drinks. Yeah, nigga poop, nigga poop. Yeah, you got a drink. <laughs> Zanka retard, Jake nincompoop, nincompoop. Okay, uh, we could say CBG mention because they always say, oh yeah, yeah they, 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 always, they always talk about them. CBG mention. An, old, an old CBG, an old CBG mention. Oh, I got one. How Get about you know when Zanka goes. Um, Peter Wayne Kent, and then Jake kind of forgets that he has a nickname for him, and he goes, "Come oh, on, oh yeah, if he doesn't, he doesn't finish it." He goes, oh, yeah. Anytime Jake, anytime Zanka gets on Jake for not putting some stank on it on the questions, yeah. <laughs> I'm over here. That's why my throat's killing me. I'm over here <laughs> saucing this shit up. <laughs> Let's see what else we got. Phone ringing. Zanka gets lost. Zanka skips hashtags. Yep. Jake's death mentions. 
Jake mentions Hulu. Jake, I work for my father. Zanka, Zanka-isms. Zanka retard. Jake nincompoop. CBG mention. Jake forgets nicknames. Oh, anytime Jake immediately caves and agrees with Zanka. <laughs> so Jake, Zanka, you, you know you hear it when he's like, no, nah, man, I mean, I don't think, I think that's really dumb. I don't like that. But I mean, I'm just saying he is this. Oh, you know what? Yeah, you're yeah. right. <laughs> he never fights back for his, for his opinion. Or anything. <laughs> he never dies on his hill. Oh, <laughs> like, that's, he's just like, nah, yeah, you're right. Jake caves in. Let's see. Um, we could have 90s reference, like the putties. Zanka mentions the putties or he does mention Power Rangers a lot. Power Rangers or Family Matters. Like he has a 90s. Okay, Zanka 90s reference. How about that? Zanka refers to a TV show. Yeah. Alright. I'd like I mean, you know we could you know we could always do one hundred percent, but like how drunk are you trying to get? Yeah, and I was gonna say Sam mentions, but they don't really they they mention them yeah, like not, uh, really. two out of every three episodes, I guess. Yeah. Huh. That's a pretty good list though, man. That's <laughs> a solid list. Definitely a solid list. What'd you think of this week's uh podcast, by the way? You want me to tell you the LOL lines I, I wrote? I didn't listen to it. Okay. Um, you know how Zank... Oh, I mean, sorry, sorry. To say I'm not going to listen to it. Oh, you haven't? You're not going to listen to it this week's uh, SRP? No, nah, if, if, if I can't write questions to annoy those two people, I'm not going to listen to them talk for two hours. You know what's weird is Jake <laughs> just, still I, doesn't acknowledge I just wanted Brother to say Carter. that so calm. Yeah, he, he doesn't acknowledge Brother Quarter? No, he's just like, I still don't know who that is. And then... Um, he goes, that's not Caesar, is it? And Sanka goes, no. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? You know what? I'm gonna listen. I'm gonna listen just for that. It's it's towards the end though for for, for that reference. Right. Yeah. I, yo, I don't even know what I wrote for Brother Quarter. Uh, since we know Jake will never listen to this, we could talk about it openly. Uh, yeah. I don't even know what question I wrote. I think that question is like a little bit left over from. The week Brother Quarter got banned from writing on SRAP because it was it was definitely really racist. Let me see. And Instagram has cracked down on that. So boo Instagram. I'm trying to find it right now. But yeah, here we go. Brother Quarter. Once, no question, because I don't, but if I, Brother Quarter, aka Young 25, was running the hurt business, we all know you have to get you have to do and get a brother to join your clique. All you have to do to get a brother to join your clique is offer up white women. That popped them both, by the way. Uh, it works every time. See, MVP should have a little hoe, Demi, in his stable. Then all the brothers would be best for business. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Brother Quarter out here spitting facts. <laughs> oh, my God. Do we have to give a shout out to Peter Wayne Kent? Wow. Oh, yeah, yeah. That was That's some gold right there. Hey, he hit me up, so I was at work. So, like, my phone was going off because I think you and Bretsky were talking about something. Oh, Bretsky was talking about his dinner plans, you know, eating uh, cheesecake tonight. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> and, um, and Peter Wayne Kent had sent me, like, all three of those drafts. So he sent me, like, the, the outline yeah. and then the one where it's colored and then the colored version, which I sent to you guys. And I, like, I happened to open it right when I finished, like, dealing with some customer, and I just started busting out laughing. And I was like, oh, shit, I'm still at work. 
Oh, yeah, he sent <laughs> like, me. Did he room. send you the very, very first draft of Brother Quarter? Yeah. And I asked him, could you have him smoking a cigar and looking pissed off? And he goes, yeah, yeah okay. And it's like, uh, fast forward a couple of weeks later. And that's when he uh, he sent the, the sketch, the uh, the colored picture of Brother Quarter. Yeah. And then I said, mm. can you make them silver, perhaps? And then that's when he went all out on it. And not only did he make that yeah. video of Brother Quarter getting flipped, but then he sent the final version to me, which will be the cover art for this week's Tripod oh. Beer Runs. <laughs> My fucking Brother Quarter be lit, bro. <laughs> Oh man, well, um, do you want to bother to talk about raw? Uh, yeah, we can talk about some raw. I got some. Uh, I got some uh, complaints about raw. Uh, have you listened to? Have you watched Sam's question about Rance today? He had a good point about the hurt business. Um, I just got to mention that he answered mine, and I just watched that one. Oh, okay. What did uh, he say? Uh, he was like, he's like, yeah, he just doesn't get it. Like, they're supposed to be like this powerful faction on Raw, and then like, they're just beating up people on Raw Underground. Like, they lose on Raw, and they go to Raw Underground and beat the trash out of everybody. Oh, Peter Wayne Kent, right into the chat. Speaking of, he the devil, heard some, his ears were burning, yeah. or his knife was burning, yeah. or something. Yeah, his knife, his knife was burning. Yeah, you drawn <laughs> son of a bitch. Well, well done, you. I won't, I won't shit on you this week, uh, Peter Wayne Kent, because that um, photo was awesome. But next week. You back in the toilet, you some bitch. The most loyal pretzel in the tripod beer runs. Thank you, Peter Wayne Kent. Yeah. Peter Wayne Kent. Oh yeah. But yeah, oh, yeah. Um, Sam, yeah. Sam has a point yeah. there. I mean, it's like kind of opposite, isn't it? Like uh yeah. the, the fake fighting they're trying to show they lose all the time, but when it's real fighting, that's when they step it up. Come on now, WWE. Yeah, you're just being racist. What these you think these guys can't fake fight? They can fake fight with the best of them. I'm trying to, and I, and I still want to know when Bobby Lashley's getting his his title shot because he feuded with Drew McIntyre for like through a pay per view, one pay per view, mm-hmm. and that was it. But didn't even wrestle at the pay per view. He feuded with him on Raw leading up to it, so it was stupid. Very stupid. Like, I don't get Lashley deserves better than that. At least one. Give him a good story with Drew, and then yeah. then he can fight Brock Lesnar because I do want to see that match. I, I I mean I wouldn't be mad at that either, but you know I don't think Brock's coming back with this Rona fuck shit. Even though he could fly his plane, have an ass down any week and show up for a couple weeks. We'll spare Bretsky Raw and let's just give our little two cents about Monday Night Raw. You had mentioned the Hurt business. I'm trying to look up here to see what else happened. Akira Tozawa won the 24/7 title. 24/7 Shayna Baszler, Nia Jax trade insults, fight each other, and then team up to take on Sasha and Bailey. Well, uh, yeah. Uh, the lumberjack match was all right. Yeah. Retribution beat the shit out of Rey Mysterio. Oh god. <laughs> yeah, and Seth was just looking on stage, like smiling at everything happening, which is really weird. Yeah, just, Why didn't they attack him? Yeah, they either come on, Murphy. He's like, you heard him laugh. Come on, Murphy. Come on, Murphy. Just getting out of the ring, and then uh, uh, yeah, that that was about it on that. That was Alina Vega Russell. Wait, did, so did, that's like didn't a, Joe, uh, Tom, and Byron like take off and are like, "Oh, Retribution's here." Yeah, I think they did leave or some shit. I mean, Joe, Joe could have fought them most. Yeah, Joe, what was Joe he just doing? casually walked away while the other two scurried away. Yeah, 
He's like, he's like, I ain't getting my suit dirty. Shit, my good suit. My raw suit. I ain't getting this suit dirty. I did read online that they have no plans to bring him, you know, to have a match, which is really a, a bummer because he's still, he has, he suffered all those concussions, I guess. Yeah. And so they're still being yeah. real careful with them. I mean, eh, fucking let Dolph wrestle. I know. Motherfucker had like eight concussions in a row. He forgot all of the eighties. Pretty much. Pretty <laughs> That's much. why he, he dressed forgot. Like he it. forgot the spirit. Yeah, he forgot. He forgot the Spirit Squad days. <laughs> so, yeah. He's still stuck back then. But he's just like, man, these suits are cool. Why nobody buy these shits? Off the rack, baby. Oh yeah, Alistair Black turns heel. Oh, turn heel. Yeah, he uh, he he did uh. He did have a. I don't know, man. That that seemed more pirate to me than an eye patch. Oh, yeah. Just to have a fucking some fucking shit wrapped over your eye, and then he's just kicking Kevin. I guess he can still kick. You still see enough to kick Kevin Owens' big ass head. Alistair Black left his grandma's basement, went up to yep. their bedroom, took his grandpa's black mm-hmm. sock, and wrapped it around yep. his head. Hope it wasn't his silk sock that he jerks it into. <laughs> oh God! Yeah, he got crust in his he's eye. Crusty. Yeah. We had got some of his daddy's DNA in his eye. Keith Lee versus Randy Orton, and uh, that no, wasn't no, a match. No, I don't want to. I want to talk about what they did to that man. It was pretty fucked up. What happened with yeah uh, the, the, the 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 shorts? Yeah, the, the the shitty music, and then like, I, I, where, where is this? Where is this going to go? Because they started, and then Drew interrupted and attacked Orton. So technically. Keith lost, I guess, in the record book. The sheriff kind of reprimanded us for complaining about the music. He goes, shut the fuck up and watch. But, I mean, you got to understand, Zenko. No, 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 perfect theme song for some generic stock rock. No, no, no. You can't be like some shut up and watch when I have listened to your goddamn podcast where you and that other fool you talk with have been like, oh, man, that original song they had was so good. Oh, you talking about battle scores? You talking about battle <laughs> There's scores with the beat? There's another thing for the drinking game. <laughs> you talking about battle scores with the beat? Oh, yeah, man, it was so good. It was so good. Oh, why can't they just go back to that? It was so good. <laughs> I forgot about Shut that. Shut up. Shut your, you know what, you know what, Sheriff? Uh, you know, usually I like you, buddy. Nah, but shut your ass on that one. Don't tell me to shut up and watch. Now I got to listen to your podcast just so I can see all the bad things you said I, now. I think, so I can don't, you know, correct me if I'm wrong when you listen to this, but I could have swore they mentioned it this episode. And I've listened to it twice. I could have swore when they were talking about theme music that Jake said something about Battle Scars. I don't know. I'll have to listen to it for a third time. but You probably did, because they always mention Battle Scars <laughs> when they talk about music. I'm writing it down. I'm writing about. that down. That Battle Scars is one of their all-time favorite music. Every time somebody has brought up theme music, or, yo, man, did you get hype? Yeah, man, I was hype. Oh, man, you remember? Oh, man, you remember that theme he had? Oh, that was such a good theme. <laughs> Just like, remember Battle Scars with the B-team? They, they, always, they always find a way to travel back to fucking Battle Scars. <laughs> It's fucking, it's fucking Hill Valley and Back to the Future. Yeah, Marty Marty McFly can't get out of Hill Valley. He can time travel all he fucking wants in three movies, but he can't get out of Hill Valley. They can't get off of Battle Scars. You know, to be honest, I don't remember Battle Scars. Do you? No, nah, I, I couldn't. You would have to, like, start it for me to... I. Oh, well, Bret, Bretsky's writing something. He should probably just join. I don't know what he wrote. He says, can't okay, I got a piss, then I'll be good to go. 
Oh well, yeah, we're still fucking around. It's all good. We can yeah. we can still fuck around for twenty minutes, and then he can join in. Oh, this is gonna be a long one tonight, boys. Get get three beers out, and and for the for the ladies listening, that we are pleasuring your ear holes with orgasmic wrestling knowledge and ignorance. You might want to get that second bottle of wine, girl. You in for a long. Speaking night. of the female listeners, Caesar, we are now at two percent female mm, listeners mm, of the tripod mm, beer runs, baby. We got more. We got more percentage in female listeners than Jake has penis inches. Mm. <laughs> mm, I'm stoked. I am stoked. Nice. Oh, you know what? Quick shout out to our listener in Spain. Our listener. Yeah. Hola. Hola, mami. Hey. Yeah, Cesar, know that shit. I'm an international player. I'm sorry. No disrespect. No disrespect. Please, please keep listening. <laughs> Our listener no in Germany. Yeah, I don't know that white people shit, <laughs> but Latin people I'm cool with. They got tacos and shit. No disrespect. No disrespect. But yo, yo, Latin people know how to party. And all right, they know how to get the fuck down. And I like tequila. Our listener in the UK, mate. Mate, yeah, some British shit. Uh, tea and scrumpets and shit. Yeah, we threw your tea in the water, mate. Fuck you, America. Uh, sorry. sorry, bro. Like, no disrespect. No disrespect. But keep listening. It could be one of the brothers yeah, of penetration. Like, oh, yeah. You know what? Yeah, well, fuck those guys. Don't want none. <laughs> AJ Styles, bitch. I'm from the South. You don't want none. Yeah, I said it first. Me and Sticky Drip Drips take you bitch ass hoes out. I ain't got nothing to do. Oh, hey, Cesar. CBG cheating over here with 18 because he can't test steroids and ghost. So he over here cheating on APPW. So, yeah, I'll fuck y'all up, too. Y'all won't know in Caesar. We can't remember Battle Scars, but I know what song we can remember. What song is B-team, that? B-Team, B-Team, go, go, go. Go, go, go. B-Team, go, go, go. We can shove that as a fucking uh, hashtag in this week's questions. Oh, man, yeah, fuck your Battle Scars. You ain't never been in no battle. <laughs> Where the fuck have they been, by the way? They're probably in retribution. They they probably are. God damn, they've been treated horribly. Oh man, yo, yeah. Where's retribution Friday? I guess we'll get to that. But we actually we don't have to. But where are they Friday? Friday? Uh no idea. They weren't even at SummerSlam either. I don't think they've been at a pay-per-view. So let's see if they show up Sunday. Keep forgetting that there's fucking dumb shit tomorrow. And remember, Bretsky. Young Bretsky has been put in charge of the news. I put Big Carpe himself, Julius underscore Cesar, is in charge of the highlight section. And then we are going to do a spirited round, a special round of the alcohol recall. I didn't put a post up because for this week only, the tripod boys are giving each other the alcohol recall subjects. And we have three fantastic scenarios. Uh, yep. Right before we started recording, I was writing down my answer, trying to trying to brainstorm what I'm going to say because we had uh, a lot of time to to come up with I'm, our scenarios. I'm, I'm, I'm taking the shit literally because I am drinking until we get to that point, and then I'm just trying to remember. So I haven't written down shit as usual. You are the uh, most functional to... drunk I've ever talked to. And the sad part is, I'm no, I know more functional drunks than me. <laughs> I know, I know a couple of more functional drunks. Like these, well, these dudes live, they live, they live their raps, bro. They'll drink before going to work. I ain't that crazy. You know, I took edibles and went to Vegas. Couldn't handle it. Nice. I got drunk trying to, <laughs> trying to record <laughs> podcasts. Can't handle it. 
So anyone else who can handle it, my respect, and I take my hat off to you gentlemen. What, what, what happened in Vegas on the edibles? Did you end up like a... What's that movie with Seth Rogen where he gets that bitch pregnant? Did you end up in oh, the hotel room counting chairs? Yeah, knocked up. Did you count chairs in the hotel room? You know, <laughs> if you're a, a newbie at weed, do not start with edibles. No, nah, no, nah, edibles are too fucking strong. I ate two gummy bears. Jesus Christ! Some of the you. Th- what are the milligrams? I I don't remember, but I was having a very bad afternoon. <laughs> Bro, yeah, yeah, you gotta like count the milligrams on that. I don't even do weed anymore, and I know how to take gummies. You gotta count the milligrams. Sometimes you gotta cut them things in like halves and quarters. I should have saved my money and spent it on alcohol. Uh, you know, we all live, we all uh, make mistakes, but that what's that's what gives us stories in life. That's true. It makes us uh, makes us better people. What's funny is my wife did the same thing, but we were at home and she had a panic attack. Yeah, oh, right. So but, we yeah. are not weed people. <laughs> no, no, you're, you're weed people. One, you have to build up a tolerance. Two, you have to know how many milligrams you're getting into. Three, you got to like space that shit out. You just don't take perk 30s. You know, you, you start off with some aspirin. Famous last words <laughs> in Vegas before I ate the gummy bear. Hey, what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Famous last words. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, they get you every time, every single time, every damn night. I don't know why my wife keeps yeah. texting me. She knows I'm recording right now. I can't check. <laughs> yeah, she just wants to. She just wants to bother you. I guess she's picking up dinner right now. She's probably like, I don't no, have nice. enough money. Oh my god. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, I'm putting it on the credit card, but I'm using your numbers. You fuck boy. She's, oh, that's yeah, right. Whatever. You don't know why I even came up with mangina filled. It's because of what Zanka no. was saying on the podcast. All right. Oh, what do you say? No, he kept saying. Uh, he kept saying that he wants Peter Wayne Kent to draw himself, draw Zanka with a mangina, and then they came up to my name and they're like mangina fueled or something. And then Zanka goes, yeah. "You know what?" Uh, Mangria should have a valet in APPW and name it Mangina Fueled. Jesus Christ. And so, yeah, so. I was thinking in my head that that's a little too generic and low hanging fruit. So I was like, how about Mangina yeah. Filled? That filled. sounds way yeah. better. Yeah. So Mangina Filled. And then, so what? what is she? Uh, a sunny kiss or is she post op? She is. Or, or is it actual woman? She is transitioning. Let's say that. Okay. All right. <laughs> to be I'm continued to on next. Well, week's I'm trying to figure out. I, I, I want to know how you feel, Mangina, because <laughs> if there's a penis there, you can't really feel it. It's already filled. <laughs> so I don't know. I mean, you could see maybe possibly a new um, member oh, to the God. Mega Pounder Inc. in female form. Yeah. Oh, there he is. How's the cheesecake? You Hello. Bitch? Cheesecake. <laughs> so you're gonna have a first interesting 30 minutes of this podcast if you re-listen. Gentlemen, gentlemen Bretsky, welcome to the tripod beer runs. How was your night? I had a great night. I caught up with some some people that I uh, hadn't seen in a few months, and it was really nice to catch up. Um, you know, we kind of had an impromptu. You know, we went to a nice little trattoria. Uh, had some. 
and then uh, mm. no cheese. Just because I'm white doesn't mean I got cheesecake. But uh, I, I'm just saying I was yeah. just naming desserts. Yeah, you could have had chocolate uh, cake, and ice ice cream, catching up bullshit, and all that shit. So uh, yeah, but no, I would. You know, I would whatever Bresky ate, it's making him sound like a robot. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I wouldn't miss this for the world. I'm glad I'm glad I uh glad I made it. Oh man. Wow. Bretsky, <laughs> you are the man to kick it off this session of the tripod beer runs with some news. Yep. <laughs> and there's been actually a decent amount of news this week. Uh, let me just pull up my notes app here. All right, so the first one, this if you remember the Sci-Fi Network, props to you, but the Sci-Fi Network, um, former host of SmackDown, uh, the Sci-Fi will be airing encores of NXT for the next two weeks at the usual time slot on Wednesday, meaning that AEW will actually have some form of competition on Wednesday nights. Um, if you didn't know already, the next two NXT shows will be held on Tuesday nights because of the NHL playoffs on USA. But yeah, so... Uh, Looks Fucking like Vince, always got to be bitter, network. always got to be sticking it to them <laughs> then, somehow, uh, what you think? And they'll be able to compete with AEW. Oh, that's actually, yeah, fuck it. you know what, that's the part of Vince I like, stick it to, uh, stick it to them young upstarts, <laughs> give them a, give them a, give them a good showing, a good thrashing, tell them, let them fucks know you've been in business for 38 million years, just as old as, uh, you know, Luchasaurus's old ass, <laughs> and uh, put yourself on some sci-fi. I ain't mad at it. <laughs> uh, you know what? I'd be really embarrassed yeah. if I were AW and like they lost. You know the, the separate close. days that they and have like, this past week. NXT NXT actually won like, it, it, by like twenty thousand. But I mean, they were on separate nights. But I mean, you know, they're gonna celebrate that victory uh, on. Of course. Why wouldn't? Why wouldn't you? Oh. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, it does. And you know, yeah, that all the I love marks how be like, well, all no, the AEW really marks will defend it to the death. And every, anytime WWE does something, they're all over them and shit. Yeah. Yeah. Even WWE marks, like WWE marks, will will be very it's, similar. It's to that, but funny because be like, every like I, I listened to a couple podcasts like, about wrestling, dumb, and but... they are. Complete AEW. What? Yeah. You listen to other podcasts about wrestling besides SRAP? And it's funny besides because we, we do the beer runs and we're very pro NXT. You're cheating on us? So the pro AEW guys, I listen to I'm like, oh my God, you guys actually like Marco Stunt? Fuck you guys. Wait, hold on. We're not, we're not pro NXT. We're more positive Wait, towards what? NXT than others. Let's just say that. That's because we hate Cody J. NXT has been better. When AEW, when, like when, Thursday, their show was AEW better. I was more sports entertained. NXT, I will say AEW put on a better show than NXT. I will say, I will say the wrestling is better on NXT. Yeah. The sports entertainment is better on AEW. Nice. Yeah, that's been the case ever since it began, pretty much. Yeah, but there was no Cody Jarrett this week, and they had a great show. I mean, I don't, you know, correlation, uh, message, as yeah. people might say. Go ahead, gentlemen, Bresky. On with the news. I don't want to <laughs> take up your time, sir. Oh, I appreciate it, gentlemen, Cesar. Um, 
an episode of WWE Chronicle featuring Braun Strowman um, is going to be airing, I believe, tomorrow. Tomorrow being Sunday um, at 8 o'clock or something like that. It's going to be first dropping. Um, but in this episode, it is reportedly revealed that Braun Strowman, around last year's Elimination Chamber, was so frustrated with his career trajectory in WWE that um, you know, I'm sure that there were other factors that contributed to it, but he actually had contemplated suicide on multiple occasions. Um, and it turns out it's, he, he reveals apparently in the documentary that he went to Vince McMahon, like stormed into a meeting, demanded to talk to him. And Vince apparently so- spoke to him man to man. And as he said, like father would to his son, uh, basically saying like, listen, we're, you're going to be in our big plans going forward. We need you and we really want you. So, as much people shit on Vince, Vince lo- Vince loves his talent. So it's it's it, I wish the best to Braun. That's pretty crazy, man. Health, that's that's like just, a whole new level of intensity when you uh, get so enwrapped in. This I don't know. I, what do you guys a think? part of me wants to be super negative about it, but another part of me understands like people with depression that that can get to that point of wanting to commit suicide. It's just it sucks with people who have those kind of issues. But my super negative side is thinking, dude fucking wait your turn <laughs> so stick with the company ask fucking Dolph Ziggler or somebody else who's been there forever and never grabbed that brass ring or never like Cesaro I mean come on dude relax you're gonna get your time everyone eventually does that's worth a damn so relax but on the understanding side I feel bad for him I don't feel bad for this nigga at all <laughs> Sorry. So when we're on Anchor, I can't really like use my phone. Otherwise, I leave Anchor. (laughs) Can any of you guys use Google right now? Yeah, let me see. Okay, well, you want me to go? I need to know. I need to know how much Braun Strowman makes in a year. Not not T-shirt sales, but if there is a guesstimate to his average or net worth currently. I would I would like to know these numbers. Net worth. Okay, it says one million dollars. Okay, so you're a guy who shows up on TV every week. You have a steady job in which people like you. So you're not the number one guy at your job, but you have a steady job on TV during coronavirus in which you do have to pay your dues and build up to be the guy of that company, which like everybody's done in front of you and you're a millionaire, like I said, on TV in America. Oh, and behold, you're white. What the fuck do you have to complain about? How is that depressing? How is that depressing? If you want, to... if there's other, if there's other shit going on in his life, well, I will take it back. I think there was but other shit going on. If the wrestling life, news is that he's like... frustrated with storylines and how he was being used, that he thought about killing himself, get the fuck out of here, bro. Do you think that's the reason why Vince McMahon isn't making a single star? Because people get their heads big when they when they start gaining a lot of success well, in WWE. Well, I, I saw a thing where like Triple H was talking to somebody and he was saying that John Cena is gonna be the last star like that. They're not gonna do that anymore. I guess because they keep losing him to Hollywood, right? Eventually, yeah. The guys I mean, when you build a guy so big, eventually he's gonna want to know how big yeah. he can go. I mean I mean, The Rock led the way. Not even The Rock. Other guys were in movies. Hulk Hogan was in movies. Fucking Andre was in movies. Like, they're all in. A lot of them are movies. Roddy Piper. Fucking 
even even WWE was like, fuck it, at least let's make movies so we can get some of this movie money. And then if guys break out, but like The Rock for the third year in a row is the highest paid motherfucker making movies. Watch these are on this chronicle that comes out. We're going to hear Bronze in the confessional go, well, my mom had just been claimed by cancer and my dad died of AIDS and my sister was raped and kidnapped in Mexico. And then my stress at job, that made me contemplate suicide. And we're going to... His dad's still alive. (laughs) His dad's alive. I saw this picture of his dad on his Instagram. His parents still alive. What do you think? Look, if, if, it's other, if, it, if it's other things in his life, like if, if fucked up shit happened, fucked up shit happened, and I understand oh, that, man. you can get down and depressed. But if you're letting your job, which is what you wanted to be all your life, and you finally do make it, and you, you can't instantly propel yourself to the top of that, and you're letting that be like the final straw that broke your back and you want to kill yourself, I'm sorry, that's pretty... That's pretty lame to me. It's pretty stupid because you're at your dream job. So it shouldn't feel like work, but you're making it feel like work. Right. And everybody has to pay dues. Like no matter, no matter what Hulk Hogan didn't come in as, you know, a yeah. million dollar I mean, Terry. He had to like build his dumb ass up from somewhere. He had to learn the business. They all have to learn the business. Yeah. I feel like there's way too many soft, and again, Braun Strowman, I I, 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 I respect the fuck out of him. Like, follow, you follow him on Instagram. He's the farthest thing from generation and all that. That are way too sensitive to where it's like, but I I put in just as much work as he does, and he got a main event match, and I was semi-main. Why is that? You know, so it's it's understandable for where where they don't want to make that that big star because it just creates it just creates problems. And that's AEW is even that AEW, this whole progressive company, where it's like. Oh, are you upset for your standing? Okay, we'll give you the main event, even if you don't necessarily deserve it. So it's right. So see, that's what I'm saying. You can't attitude. You can't pander to these guys either, because if you don't deserve the main event, I'm sorry, you don't deserve the main event. Well, we got to give WWE some props for not pushing Naomi to the moon after that whole movement that was on Twitter a couple weeks ago. Just you wait. Just you wait for the news. Oh no! Oh (laughs) no! You talking about some guy just got shot this week. Naomi's about to have his strap in a minute. Oh, she about to win it at payback. I'll, I'll skip that. I'll skip down. Reportedly, Bretsky sounds drunk. Hold on, hold on, Bretsky. Hold on. The hashtag started. For Naomi to get a strong push in the coming Did, week. Gabretsky, can you hear yourself? Because sometimes you, you are drunk. Going down. Like it, it keeps yeah. like cutting out on you, and you go, and I'm yeah. going. <laughs> yeah. Like it's it's also because it sounds it sounds like you have like an app that. and you're just like, I'm gonna skip down. I'm gonna and then, and then you're like, it's reported that Naomi. I'm like, how does he we not got hear a this? Preview of drunk Bretsky, Caesar. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was gonna. You say didn't get that a preview. Later, if you want to preview ahead, drunk Bretsky, um, then I'm sorry, I cheated on you guys with the still real pregame coming back. The the still real pregame hosted by. Andy with an I uh, is coming back. I th- if today, yeah, today's Saturday, so he said he wants to get it out by the night. So watch nice. out for that. Wow. And if you listen, you can hear Bretsky after having nice. about five glasses of Svedka brand milk. 
I cheated on you. I felt nah, bad. Man, the I, more, I, said, the I said during the interview, I felt bad for cheating on you guys. But, yeah, the more drunk the better. were what they were. So yeah, what are you guys' thoughts on Naomi? Um, I... <laughs> you brought that up, it was Mangria. But uh, <laughs> uh, Cesar, um, yeah. Oh, did did you say what did you say, Bretsky? It's pretty damn bad. No, dude. no, it it only it only does it's that really sometimes, that and then like sometimes you cut out. So I don't know whether like Mangria can hear you. So I'm just going with it. Like I'm here. I hear pieces, and I can put together what you're saying because I am not that wasted yet. Did you say so what I do can... you think of Naomi's push, Mangria? I, I cut out. Again. I did. I did. Oh. Okay. Um. Yeah. Well, uh, like, oh man, it's kind of upsetting. We were just talking about this earlier about the the hashtag movement. I love Naomi. I've loved Naomi ever since we did the. The uh, the crumb offs for the hottest chick. I was pulling for Naomi. Not only is she very good looking, but she's athletic as hell. And I think she's very underrated and underused. She's been champion. She won the championship at WrestleMania. She turned the the championship glowed because of Naomi. I think it's long overdue for her to have an impressive long reign. However, I will say that when she did have that reign, it was a little stale. I, I don't know if it was because they were holding her back creatively, but she has the, the, the physical skills. She has the looks. She has the moves. She, she is creative. And on Total Diva, she was funny. So I'm not sure what's going to happen this time during this push, but I really hope they make her more entertaining. Maybe, maybe release the, the handcuffs on her creativity and let her be herself more. Yeah, I agree. Uh, what do you? What are your thoughts, Cesar? If you can hear me. Yeah, I mean, you know, you know, I'm always down with some butt meat, and um, <laughs> that girl got it I mean, spades. Uh, but no, Naomi's Naomi's been good. I mean, she's not really like stale or dry in the ring. She can make it happen. She can have great matches. Um, yeah, I thought I thought her second reign was going to be like you know the one they kind of gave back to her because she got injured. I thought that was going to like maybe get her jump started or you know to be in like you know if. Whoever you do have as champ has to get injured to go out. You could always give her a push to give her up there to give her that hold off reign and then have a great match when that person comes back. Um, so, yeah, I don't know how they're going to do it. Like it, like Mangaria says, I hope they do take the handcuffs off a little bit. Um, but, yeah, I, I've never had a problem with Naomi. Good shit. Awesome. So the next piece of news, um, this last Friday on SmackDown, the ratings went up, actually. Uh, the ratings improved. It went from 2.168 million in the go home for SummerSlam to 2.181 million this week. Uh, the first and second hour both had improvements. Um, and also, SmackDown had an average 0.6 rating in 18 to 49 demo, uh, which is the same as it was last week and the number one rating of the night for that demographic. So, what are you guys' thoughts on SmackDown's rating? It's got to be the it's got to be the Roman curiosity, huh? Oh, well, yeah. I mean, this week, yeah, but it's Thunderdome. Yeah, everybody wanted to see the Thunderdome. Yeah, Thunderdome is helping them out big time. And you see that? Uh, you see that tweet where somebody? <laughs> I was that really Kenny Omega watching the Thunderdome? Stop stealing my news! <laughs> no, <I'm sorry. laughs> 
I don't know what you have written down. <laughs> oh my god. Uh yeah, so yeah, I, I think it's Roman. And Thunderdome's been great. I think I've gotten used to Thunderdome. Thunderdome has been fun. Well, I'm kind of nervous to ask you a question, Bretsky, because it might be part of the news then. <laughs> Dude, right, yeah. You can't, you can't, There's some weird news. You can't say anything, you, though. I was going to ask you if any other crazy incidents made it on air, SmackDown or not, on the Thunderdome screens. Oh, I don't, I don't know of any uh, anything else during this SmackDown. But, yeah, so Kenny Omega's image was seen on the Thunderdome um, on SmackDown. Omega was joking about it. It wasn't actually him, but he was joking like, I, I didn't know anyone would notice. I just wanted to have fun and watch wrestling. And he's joking around about I'm it. I'm just saying. Um, but yeah, so it just shows that they have a lot of work uh, work to do with it because they've had pe- images of the KKK and of Chris Benoit. <laughs> so... How are they not screening this yeah. before they put people on? These idiots are gonna ruin the thunder, or even like a time delay, like have like a five second or four, you know, six second time delay. Someone sees the screen. There is a a delay. They say if you watch Thunderdome while you're like with the screen, you get to see whatever's going on. Like if you have the TV on, there's a delay. So that's what they tell you not to watch it with the TV on. So that's where I'm, I'm wondering, like, how are they not catching this and just cutting that guy's feed or switching it to? Somebody, well, the thing is weird too because they say you don't know how long you're going to be on, and like they they send you a message when you're like ready for Thunderdome. So they're like, "Here's your code. You can only click it once. So if you like click it on your phone and then try to go on your computer and like click it on your email, it wasn't it won't work. Have so you, you just have ha- you guys have... tried registering yet? Nah, nah, I mean me neither. Not yet. <laughs> nah. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right, let's see here. On to Dynamite. Um, AEW Dynamite, this past Thursday, speaking of viewership, this past Thursday on AEW Dynamite, they had an increase in viewers. They went from 755,000 the the week prior to 813,000 live viewers this week. Um, But they had a dip in the 18 to 49 demo. It wasn't too much of a dip, but they went from 0.31 to 0.29 in the 18 to 49 demo. Um, and they were out of the top ten uh, for uh, top ten shows on cable, so that was also that the demo god. So I don't know if I don't know if Jericho can go around flaunting that shirt. No nah, man, you got to change his Twitter handle. He ain't the demo god no more. Was there a reason? What was AEW up against? No fucking clue. I didn't see. I didn't see that far. Ooh, I um, that Cody Jarrett wasn't on, so viewership should have went up. Well, it did. Viewership went up, but it just went slightly down in 1849. Why? There was no Cody Jarrett. I was enthralled. I wanted to watch every second. I did. <laughs> Track. Uh, yeah. So what, what, are you, what are you guys thinking about that? Do you think that, I mean, obviously it's a small dip, but do you think this is a sign of things to nah. come? Nah. Well, I, they did have more. Oh, they're letting fans back in. It's weird. If I have to guess, it was up a it was up against something. Uh, it'll be better next week, probably. Well, there wasn't any NBA yeah. players uh, sat down, remember? So I don't know what it was up against. Was it the Republican convention was on? Ain't nobody watched that trash. Besides Republican. I don't think that, no, it, it ended before third. No. I think it ended on Thursday, yeah. But, I saw that, but the 18 to 49 demographic is not going to watch a Republican national convention. Exactly. I have no idea. I mean, think about it. That would any right? What would you rather watch, AEW or the Republican National Convention? If Marco's son's on, 
I will watch the Republican National Committee. No, you wouldn't. Shut your ass. You ain't watching. Fuck him. And Marco Stunt wasn't even on. Good. That's my highlight of the week, by the way. (laughs) Of course it is. Of course it is. Yeah, there was no Cody Jarrett, no Marco. You should have watched every minute twice. Yeah. Um. So speaking of AEW is letting fans in. This is my last bit of news. AEW has fans in attendance again, actual people. Uh, but Tony Khan was the source of controversy when it came to that because it was leaked that in a pregame or speech, he said he asked the fans not to curse and to not do stuff like yell "holy shit." Um, it sparked a lot of controversy because everyone's like, "Listen, you bought." tickets to the show you can say what you want and wrestlers can say shit on the show um tony khan is saying that the network asked him to do that i don't know but it's a source of controversy what do you guys uh caesar i'll go to you first what are your thoughts on that if if the network told tony khan to say that and he said it, he's a bitch plain and simple he's a network bitch i ain't, I ain't letting no motherfucking network tell me what to do with my show i got motherfuckers saying shit literally every week Hell, I look forward to see who's gonna say shit. So I can talk to you guys and be like, hey, did you see who say did you hear who said shit this week? They they said shit for like 18 weeks consistently. 15 of them was Chris Jericho. I'll give you that. But hell, they said it every week. I don't even remember if you said it this week. But if you pay a ticket, you get to say Sam's uh this is one of Sam's questions too, Mangre, but you didn't watch that one either. Uh someone <laughs> brought this up. I don't know if you brought it up, but somebody brought this up and uh yeah, he said, you know yes. what? He said, uh, you know, if you pay a ticket, you get to yell what you want. If you want to put it on live TV, that's on you, player. I mean, wrestling fans have been saying, holy shit, for years. They've been saying, what? Holy shit. This is awesome. Fuck your mother. Jake has a micro penis. That's what they like to yell. That's what they're always going to yell. That's what they're going to yell when their kids end up watching wrestling. TNT and Tony Khan are sopping wet pussies. The one thing you got to give credit to WWE no, wait, for Cardi, is Cardi B, they're wet ass pussies. Wet ass pussies. Or we hear <laughs> wet and gushy. when Roman's in the ring, the crowd, the chant goes, fuck you, Roman. Like when, Roman. He, ended, when he ended the, oh. well, supposedly ended Undertaker's career oh, at WrestleMania. So you remember that, that night so on Raw? That, when he came out? so good. Yeah. The heat, yeah. the chants, USA didn't censor shit. Because I knew what time it was. Say, Holy shit. Fuck you, Roman. Yeah. You can chant whatever the fuck you want uh, on WWE. So fuck you, Tony Khan. Fuck you, TNT. Go mangina filled your sopping wet pussy. Wet wet ass <laughs> pussies. Cardi B, Megan Thee Stallion. Great video, by the way. Great video. I recommend that. I the ten. Carol Baskin didn't like it because they used tigers. Carol Baskin, you can kiss my nuts. Yeah, twice. <laughs> Actually, I don't even want her to. I don't even want her. <laughs> What's also funny is that you look at WWE when they got told by USA, hey, um, DX can't do DX things. What they do? They did they more DX the most things. Legendary promos of all time. Yeah, more DX things. They did more DX things. By the way, people are fucking blooding, uh, blooding. People are bleeding like stuck pigs on uh, dynamite, but you can't yeah, say holy shit. I'll go fuck yeah, yourself. Yeah, motherfuckers cutting themselves everywhere. Yeah. Fucking Bloody tax. Up. Tax all over back. Fucking uh, Darby <laughs> jumping off a bridge. Go fuck yourself, AEW. <laughs> this is what happens when you try to be too progressive. Yeah. You can't see. No, you got to be one way or the other. You can't be 
You can't be saying shit every week and hitting motherfuckers with tax and and choking out motherfuckers' wives when you get kicked off a fucking gurney and then be like, hey, guys, y'all can't cuss. Nah, that's not cool. Saying the S word is way more extreme, guys. You got to chill on that. Please don't yeah. say it. You got to chill on that. We, the wrestlers can say it because it's in a script for a TV show, but we only get one a week. So you guys can't chant holy shit over and over because that just puts us in a hole. Meanwhile, uh, yeah, they, 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 they start chanting holy shit. Then Jericho comes out and like, come on, guys, that was mine. Yeah, he <laughs> can't say it for like eight weeks. Yeah, Jericho calls people little shits or I'm going to beat the shit out of you. Is that what? Yeah. Come on, which, which is also, it? Jericho which doesn't, is also, also, Jericho doesn't give yeah, a fuck. Lazy Jericho piece of shit. I think he said lazy piece of shit one time. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, so that's it for news. Awesome. Well, Cesar, take it away with the highlights. All right, so uh, we're skipping Raw Bretsky. We did you a favor. Okay, so I was going to ask if he had any Raw highlights. Just Keith Lee, we, yeah, just Keith Lee. Yeah, we we oh god, we we went in a rant about that, and definitely listened to the first three minutes about a certain song that a certain podcast likes to sing. Anyway, um, <laughs> on to the next night. There was some wrestling, which was a Wednesday. Which was the black and gold brand. But since we are going to talk about the black and gold brand and we are the beer runs and the tripod to host NXT, let's skip on back to take over 30 and give our highlights from that great show. So, Mangria, what was your specific highlight? And if you want to break down what you gave every match, there was five matches uh, Finn Balor versus Thatcher, there was also the ladder match. Then there was the women's championship match with Dakota Kai and Io Shirai. Then there was, I forgot. forgot what the fourth Pat McAfee. Oh, Pat McAfee versus Adam Cole. And then Keith Lee versus Karrion Cross TikTok. Uh, if you want to run those down with your highlight of the best match you had, I guess the match with the beer cheese, you can give that highlight. And could you please give pretzel ratings quick off the cuff for those five matches I just named and go. Well, from what I remembered, uh, yeah. I wrote down the results because we did gambling. So I wrote down Finn versus Timothy Thatcher. Um, it was a technical clinic. I loved it. Timothy Thatcher, um, I'm surprised he lost this match. Uh, but, I mean, it's a Finn, so it's not going to hurt him that much. And plus, he went on to better things, if you remember this past Wednesday. The match, I will give... Ooh, I'll give it six pretzels. I liked it. I liked the technical wrestling. Oh, you know what? Six pretzels and the salt. I like the mm-hmm. I like the techno technical wrestling as you guys know. Uh, yep. Brizango versus Brown Order versus Lorkin and Birch was a pre-show match. Yep. I was shocked yeah, sorry, that. that Brizango picked up the win. We all all hands down thought the Brown Order was taking this, but Brizango pulled out the upsetting win. It was a pretty cool finish with. Uh, uh, Fandango with the double leg drop that was pretty sweet. Uh, I'll give that one. Uh, give it five pretzels. It was decent. Uh, surprised. Wait, uh, do we count pre-show matches? I don't, I'm just reading the list, man. In terms of um, rating, in terms of like the yeah the try punishment, yeah. yeah. Okay, okay. Pat McAfee versus Adam Cole was one of the best matches of the night. Uh, it even followed the ladder match, and I I said in the chat, man, I'd hate to follow the ladder match because I was going on and on on how that was my beer cheese of the night was the ladder match, but. Right. My God, they brought it. Pat McAfee surprised us all and did a hell of a job. Uh, Pat McAfee versus Adam Cole. 
I'm giving that one seven pretzels plus the salt. That was a very pleasant surprise. Uh, Io Shirai versus Dakota Kai for the NXT Women's Championship match. I mean, you can't go wrong with these two. I'm a massive Io Shirai fan. It was a very good match. Love this match. I'll give it, fuck it, I'll give it seven pretzels. I I liked it. Uh, Fan of both. Dakota Kai, incredible heel work. Io Shirai is my sexy little Asian bunny. Way to go, Io. And then uh, next up on my stupid list is the ladder match, which will get my beer cheese of the night. I gave it, Jake gave it a perfect eight slices. I'm giving this ladder match. I'm going to give it nine and the beer cheese. Nine pretzels with the beer cheese. Um, Cameron Grimes got fucked up. He took the most damage. In this matchup, and I was t- we were talking. Uh, remember, Cesar, how you always say, "Whoever takes the most damage wins the hey, match." You, and I was you, like, "You know the oh, rule. Man, you know the rule. Cameron's gonna win. He's gonna do it." And I was a little excited because I wanted to hear Bretsky's rant on the next tripod. I was like, "He's gonna take it. He's so gonna excited. take it." And then Damien got it. And I was like, "Oh!" But then I was like, "Oh, I picked him." So th- that was my nine pretzel <laughs> beer cheese match of the night. The main event, however, mixed. Uh, a lot of mixed reviews on the main event, Karrion Cross versus Keith Leaf for the NXT Championship. It was a little, um, I don't even, I mean, what the hell were we expecting, really? It was It was okay. I mean, Keith Lee puts on incredible matches with uh, several different people. With Karrion Cross. maybe it was the shoulder separating. Maybe they called an audible during the middle, like, hey, we got to cut out 10 minutes of what we were going to do because I'm fucked up. I don't know what happened. But I, I enjoyed it. You know, I didn't hate it that much. Carrying Cross wins. Keith Lee, of course, getting called up the next night. Um, well, the next. To, a, to rousing applause, <laughs> might I Yeah. Carrying Cross versus Keith Lee for the NXT Championship will get a respectable six pretzels. I'll give it some uh, salt dandruff. That are, those are my ratings for uh, TakeOver. Uh, all right. All right. Um your opinion is yours, I guess. Uh gentleman Bretsky. Wait, Bretsky, did what, you read what? did you read the, the try password? What it is? Okay. Yes. Just checking. Yes. Okay. Um wait, isn't that only for is that for takeover as well? I thought it was just for NXT. It's NXT Wednesday. talk in general. Okay. Okay. Um yeah, so I'll start I'll go in what uh, the order that I believe it was. Um, the, the pre-show match. Yeah. I mean, I, we all were Brown order. I think finish yeah, helped it. Cause if it was a clean finish, um, if it was a clean finish, it would not have looked good for Brown order. Uh, but it was a cool finish. I liked it. And we saw what happened on Wednesday, um, with Brizongo, but yeah. So Brizongo with the surprise win, I'll give it, I'll give it five as well. I'll give it five pretzels. It was, it was respectable. It was, it was essentially a kickoff show. To get people invested, now I, I it got me invested. Then we moved to the main card, and fuck, that's right, yeah, Thatch, Thatch, Thatch is Thatch Can versus Finn the Prince FXXX Balor. Um, nice, I liked it. I liked it a lot. You guys know how high how high I am on Thatcher. Um, yeah, I love this match. I think that it got. I I agree with Mangria. Actually, six in the salt. Uh, this was fun. I mean. How can you go wrong? You say it all the time with NXT because of the talent they have, but how can you go wrong putting these two together? Like it's it's bound to be at least decent, decent at worst would be putting these two together. <laughs> yeah. uh, 
And they, they put on a fun – they put on a really fun opener. If you missed the pre-show, they put on a really fun opener. Um, it, got, it got you hyped and, and pumped up for the rest of the night. So six and salt for me. Um, then you move on to – then was the ladder match, I believe. Um, whatever it is. We, we all know the matches. So, yeah, the ladder match gets the beer cheese from me. I'm going to go 10 and the beer cheese because uh, it got me so – NXT TakeOver got me so invested. Like, I think I tweeted out and I told you guys in the chat, like – I've never been. I've never been so convinced by near falls in such a long time than Pat McAfee and Adam Cole. But I was thinking back to the rules that everyone knows the rules of whoever takes the most punishment in the ladder match always wins. And I'm thinking to myself as it's going on, Cameron Grimes is getting beaten up a lot. Who? Bretzky? Who? <clears throat> Fine, Cameron Grimes is getting beaten the fuck up. On my way to the moon, baby. Jesus. And... No, that's not all, Bretzky. Ah, uh, ah. Uh, I'll tell you what. Cameron Grimes came in that nice, you know, all that beard. I had a nice little snowball kiss with him. <laughs> some of it got caught in his beard. Some of it got caught in my beard. But it was a fun overall time. Uh, Yeah. Great kisser, that guy. <laughs> we, we wouldn't expect it. Right. Never wouldn't, stop, wouldn't stop talking, but... <laughs> <laughs> Hey, Bretzky, was yeah, it so, white uh, as the moon? It was as white as the moon, baby. <laughs> oh, God. But yeah, so when at, one, at, at one point, I think it was before, because I don't remember exactly, because it's been, it been like a week since I watched it, but like, like before he got sent to the moon, literally when he got shoved off the ladder, um, and like when he was climbing up, I was like sitting there, just like my fist were, I was pumping my fist, I'm like "fuck yes, go, please win it, please win it." I was so excited, and then he lost it. He he broke the rules, but I am super happy with Damian Priest winning. Damian Priest then got to fuck Joey Janela's girlfriend in the hot tub, <laughs> and Triple H took a badass photo with him. Nice. Fucking ten pretzels and the beer cheese. Such a good match. Such a good match. Nothing to follow it, but if anything had a chance of following it, it turned out to be Pat McAfee and Adam Cole Bebe. Runner up any other card, beer cheese. Pat McAfee, I think, has cemented himself as the best celebrity guest um, wrestler because of this match. Whether or not it was all Adam Cole or whether or not it was half and half, whatever it is, doesn't matter. Because Pat McAfee, even from the opener, when he cut that promo again, he cut a promo again before the match even started. And it was it got me hooked again. Yeah, that whole match was so good. And he did the dive. He was doing drop kicks. He was getting them in headlocks. Oh my god, it was so good. Then you got the undisputed era versus AJ Hawk and all of them. So good. It was so well put together. I have not felt that invested in. Oh fuck, I have no idea who's gonna win. I have not been that invested in near falls in years. So, <clears throat> excuse me. I'm gonna have to go with nine and the mustard. For that one, because it was such a close runner-up, and I was so pleasantly surprised by Pat McAfee. I was so pleasantly surprised. I thought it was going to be like a two-minute match, or all of a sudden, like you know, it's like cold. So, it's, oh, here comes the Uh-oh. last shot. Oh, here comes the you know Panama Sunrise. Um, but yet, yeah, I was so pleasantly surprised. And then another one. How can you go wrong? Dakota Kai, Yoshirai, can't go wrong with these two. Nope. They did exactly what you thought they would do, and put on a fucking great women's title match. Uh, Dakota looked great. Raquel Gonzalez looked great. You know, we get to get teasing Rhea versus Raquel, which is going to be fucking brilliant. 
And yeah, I mean, what else? I can't really say much else that Mangria that Mangria said. Um, I'm gonna have to give this one. I'm gonna give that one seven pretzels. And then to the main event, I'm with Mangria. I didn't hate this one. I did not hate the main event. And looking back on it, depending on where Cross got his shoulder separated, it'll make more sense. Because if also if he did if he did that uh, the Doomsday Saeda off the top to Keith Lee with a separated shoulder. Jesus Christ, dude. He did up the second like, rope. Fucking... Yeah, but still. Yeah. Just a back body. But guy. still, that's not that's not a that's not a light man. That, I never said that. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I mean, I thought it was fun. One of my favorite, I think the that comes in a second in second place to the to the Daniel Bryan monster promo package, um, in terms of promo packages of the modern era. That was a fucking banger of a promo package. Um, got me for the match for that from that from that vignette. Uh, yeah, I mean they didn't they didn't tear the house down like you thought they would, but it was still fun. You got to see Scarlet and her puppies, which is always fine by me. So I'm gonna go with um I'm gonna go five in the mustard because it was it was it was it it, it didn't make me look at the match and it, I didn't look at it and say wow that fucking sucked, but I didn't look at it and say wow that lived up to every expectation. So I'm gonna go five in the mustard. Thank you for that recap, gentlemen, Bretzky. Uh, like always, your opinion is greatly noted. Um, for, for, <laughs> for me, um, I'm going to start with the heavyweight championship match. Um, I did not think it was good at all. I thought it was, I thought it was a great match starting off that never got going. And, yeah, looking at it backwards, I mean, you know, he injured his shoulder, so what could he really do? Um, and then, yeah, they're not going to, I mean, but when you live with stuff like that, you could always make, you always have to live by the fly. So, I mean, is that just Vince saying, well, no, fuck that. Keith Lee's going on raw. Uh, he can't win, even though you're going to have cross win and vacate the title the next day. Like, um, I don't know. Should you really do that? Um, I thought it was the worst match on the card. So I'm just giving that five pretzels. Um, I didn't. Yeah, I thought it never got going. Um, I thought it could have been great because Keith Lee really doesn't have bad matches, so I only gave it five pretzels. Next up is the tag match for me as well. Um, I did like the finish, um, but I guess well Wednesday when we get to Wednesday, I do have a slight gripe. Um, not that who won, but just about how this turned out storyline wise. Storyline wise, oh, yeah, beer's kicking in now, girl. Get them pretzels. Uh, yeah, yeah, we're Snyder's. Um, I did enjoy this match though. Yeah, we all picked Brown Order, but I'm happy that uh, uh, Dang and them got the got them win, got them scraps. Uh, so I'm giving that um six. Then I go to Thatch and Finn. Yeah, great, great technical match. Uh, these guys know what to do at all times. I I really. That's just impressive, man. He's he's showing me that he can work with anybody and have a banger um, for a guy who I know nothing about. So my man's on point. So I'm giving that I'm giving that six in the must. Uh, then I go to the women. The women had a great match. Um, I like both of them here. I will say EO needs to work on her more in-ring awareness. I think she's still more like Japan style where you win. And you're just celebrating, like, hands up in the ring. But, like, 
Bitch, Dakota and them were barely outside the ring. They could have, you know, come back and attack your ass. Rhea's at the ramp looking at you. Could have came in and attacked your ass. That was an Left awesome face. shot of Rhea. Yeah, just staring her way. down. Yeah. But like, but if Rhea was healed, she would have ran back in and just knocked her dumb ass out because she had her back turned to her. You never have your back turned. Motherfuckers outside of the ring. Head on a swivel, ho. Head on a goddamn swivel. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, these two chicks, man, nothing wrong. Dakota... I felt like this was make or break for Dakota because, you know, as we all know, she got that uh, Superstar on the Rise award for NXT. And so now she's, you know, fighting for the title. Even though she didn't win, she had a great match, a great showing. They wanted to see whether she could put on a classic, which she can. Her match with Rhea leading up to this was also good as well. She's doing real good heel work, especially with uh, that big bitch out there. And then, yeah, her and Rhea going at it. That shit's going to be money. You throw a little Mercedes in there too, like they're teasing. That shit's gonna be cash money, like uh, like the nine nine and two thousand back in the day. I don't even know if Bretzky was alive. Um, <laughs> um, I'm giving that. I'm giving that seven. Uh, Pat McAfee and Adam Cole. What hasn't been said? You guys said it all. Put it in a book, write it, seal it, deliver it. False finishes. Oh man, when he slapped him, Cole selling that fucking punt. <sighs> Jesus Christ. My man was eating canvas, selling the fuck out of that shit. Definitely had me invested. Pat McAfee's character work is like he's been doing it for 10 years, man. Like, like whatever he's doing on his podcast and walking around or just talking shit, that guy's got it for character work. Yeah, you give him some actual wrestling skills and he can be a great mid-card heel walking around talking shit, even to the top guys. Um, that match gets that match gets eight pretzels for me. The latter match, the best match of the night. It is the beer cheese. Oh, straight across the board. So we, we do know the rules. No question. We know the rules, but you guys are forgetting that the that, that damn coon, and you know who I'm talking about, the fake <laughs> Prince wannabe. He he took the he took the nastiest spill of the night. Even though he landed safely, we hope he took the nastiest spill of the night. Because, like, even McGree threw in the chat, where the fuck did the dream land? <laughs> like, oh, it took, yeah. He took three right. different camera shots to, to figure out because the camera shots around the ring, he missed that first table and he hit a second one. And if that second one wasn't there and if it would have been concrete, that damn coon would be six feet right now. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, an AW marks would be Oh, yeah, they'd be beating their meat and, and raping Sasha Banks lookalikes everywhere. <laughs> mm. Oh, my God. Yeah, I said it. I said it. I fucking said it. Yeah, you heard it here first from your boy JC, a.k.a. Big Carpe. I said it. And I'll say it every week. And I'll still call the dream a coon. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, you've, yeah. called, him, no, you've no. called him worse before. Yeah, I've definitely called him worse before. Uh, but yeah, I, I showed no love to either side. All right, I'm hating everybody today. Uh, <laughs> All worked out. He, he, yeah, he took he took the he took the nastiest fall. So even though Grimey got that work, and he ended up, I would say, in second place to win. The dream took that. If if Grimey would have took that fall early in the match, then you know the rules. He's got to win. He's just got to win. But uh, oh yeah, old Priesty got in the hot tub. With his wrestling gear on, so he just got the sweaty balls in a hot tub with them leather pants on. I don't even know how that works because them leather pants had to get tighter 
<laughs> he's with the hose and Triple H sneaking in his pick and he got the belt. Yeah, the beer cheese. Um, great match. I kind of want to watch the first ladder match now just to see because I, I, I kind of want to say by memory that first ladder match was a little bit better than this one. I wanted to ask Brett. I well, it had, to it ask, had like Ricochet. I wanted in to it. ask Brett. Well, well, yeah, but it had like Ricochet, Cole, Dream. Yeah, did you rate that one a perfect 10? I know we weren't doing the beer run back then, but would you rate it a perfect 10, the first ladder match? I, see, it's hard for me to rate something a perfect 10 because where do you go from there? Yeah, I'm kind of yeah, <laughs> on, uh, on the fucking – there's only one match I will rate a perfect 10, and it's my alcohol recall question. That's the only match I will ever That's rate a perfect right. 10. I remember that. I asked you that when you that, first came yeah. on, the hangover. That, that fucking build-up to that match from, like, months out. I mean, that started last year, ran into Rumble, ran up to Mania. The video package is still number one video package of all time. Like that match is even so good. It's all right, really all right. Just- we digress. We digress. We'll get to it. We'll get to it. We'll get to it. Um, in terms of me for that for the first ladder match, I will say this because I'm like, yeah, no way Melcher's gonna rate some like, ladder match five stars. Yeah. But in my mind, I'm like, that's a five star match. I watch that, and at the end, I'm like, that is a five. Like, like, like we always say. Well, like I think I wrote it to Sam a few times. Like I always say, if that match was in the Tokyo Dome, it'd be seven stars, brother. Like. Oh Meltzer, yeah, Melter was fucking rating it, but yeah, I mean that match is a great match. Yeah. Hey, that could uh, be a subject for the for the did the right man win? Because the the very first ladder match when Adam Cole was the first ever North American yeah. Championship. I mean, we could possibly make arguments for that. Lars, Lars, the one. you can make arguments at that time for like at least three other guys in that match. Lars, <laughs> I said three, not all six. <laughs> Um, but yeah that ladder match yeah got the beer cheese it was the best match on the card I thought um, by far Um, and yeah I guess that wraps up that hangover so we lead into Wednesday night one of the Wednesday night delights on its regular showtime that's NXT Um, damn I just watched this and I still can't remember what happened (laughs) oh (laughs) Uh, we open up with uh, Breezango against Imperium. I don't know how that song is. This, is this your highlight, Cesar? No, I mean, are we not talking about the show? Or are we no, just giving we're just up? Doing the highlights. I already talked about it on the Hangover. Oh, okay. Well, then let me say highlight from Wednesday. Scarlet Dash jiggling up the ramp. It's uh, pretty good. Open tag titles. Uh, you guys go first. I'm still trying to remember what happened. Go ahead. Take it, Bretzky. All right. I'll start. Breezango. Breezango winning the goddamn tag belts. That was my highlight of the Wednesday night NXT. It's about goddamn time. They have deserved it. Both of them individually have deserved it for a while. They've deserved it as a tag team for uh, ever since they formed. They were like the bright spot of that smack of SmackDown for a while, like when they had that little rut after starting off hot. Mm-hmm. I love everything about Brizongo in and out of the ring. They're just phenomenal in-ring, phenomenal characters. Everything about them is great. About damn time, I am so happy for them, and they deserve it. I kind of have a problem with them winning now. Because they literally just had this match a month and a half ago, and why didn't they win it then? 
And nothing has changed. Because, no, but nothing has changed with Imperium. They still didn't do shit. Yes, but if you can, if you make the counter argument that because they had the second chance, they knew what to expect, and there was no in to share a fake OP involvement. What the hell happened to those guys? They get fired. One of them. Remember when one of them spoiled Keith Lee? Yeah, winning? the Great American Bash. Yeah, that's probably what happened. Yeah, good. They're trash. But I mean, I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm happy they won. But for me, like, nothing changed with Imperium. Nothing changed with Brizango. You make um, a you make a good point, Caesar. The only thing I can think of, sadly, is my God. I hope this isn't true. That Brizango are transitional champs. Yeah, like that's the only thing I can think of. Is like they just started. They just keep feuding with Brown Order, but they keep switching. A third member. So, like, first they were helping Drake fight them dudes, and they lost. Then they're helping Swerve fight them dudes, and they lost. Now they have a street fight after they won the tag belts. So now is it going to be like, oh, well, you know, we can beat you guys when it's straight up. Well, uh, uh, so give us a shot. Other than me saying they they could be transitional champions, it's all positive uh, in my opinion. Uh, I was shocked when Wade Barrett said that this was the first gold that Tyler Breeze and Fandango have ever held uh, yeah. in the WWE. Yeah, I was blown away yeah. by that. They put, they paid their dues big time, and this is their first gold. They earned it. They better not be transitional. Yeah, I mean, like, ever, both of their first gold, and, like, they both had to go back to NXT. They never won anything separate, uh, and they never won anything when they were together on SmackDown or Raw. So this is, like, their first gold. Yeah. And, that, uh, yeah. I always remember laughing um, because I'd play the WWE 2K games when they had like the whole my career and it would always be like the old ones before they had the whole intricate story. It would be like, you start in NXT. Your first opponent is Tyler Breeze and Tyler Breeze would, it would always be the same formula. Tyler Breeze would be like, you know, I'm a former number one contender for the <laughs> NXT championship. And be like, yeah, but you didn't do anything. And so I'm, I'm, I'm happy that they finally got it. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, I'd, damn, trying, what the hell else happened on NXT? I know some good shit happened. Well, I'll give my highlight. Um, my highlight of NXT was Swerve versus Santos Escobar. Oh, my yeah, that's God, that gold. was a takeover quality match. I fucking loved it. It was for the Cruiserweight Championship. Um, there's a very short list left of firsts to see in wrestling for me in my 30-plus years watching this uh, yeah. This business, and I saw another first for me. I don't know if you guys seen it, but for me, the loaded lucha mask is a first. I've never <laughs> seen that before. Uh, yeah. Fucking Santos has well, the Brown Order came out and dropped it on the floor, and then Santos went out of the ring, put it on, and you can very noticeably see him touching the the bulbous point at the tip. Yeah. He headbutts yeah. Swerve and knocks that fucker out cold. That was cool, man. I really like that. Um, yeah. And I like how they didn't make him reveal it when he was going up the ramp. They didn't make him, like, turn the mask inside out and see, like, a fucking yeah. uh, steel. He just, he just tucked it there. away. Tucked it away and kept moving. Oh, my God. Just the, the, the counters and kicking out of the finishers. And Escobar, I mean, I know, I know, Bretzky, you don't have to say it. You were the first to be on board with the Brown Order. But I am starting to hook my caboose to that train. That brown order is very impressive. That was my highlight of this week's NXT. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta go with Mangri on this one. That match was fun. Yeah, free money. 
Whoever ever booked that, you're just giving away free money. That should have been on TakeOver Dirty 30. I mean, Jesus Christ was that match good. Yeah, definitely TakeOver worthy. Both guys deserve to win because they're that good. And, uh, yeah, it was it was the highlight of the week. Definitely the highlight of the week for me. Man, I love Brown Order. What, what are the <laughs> names of the other two guys we were talking about on The Hangover? We, we could not for the life of us figure out the two dudes that Joaquin Wild saved their fucking careers. <laughs> or, it's Joaquin Wild and Roman. Mendoza. Okay, yeah, say. look, I look, I ain't got no, I ain't got a clue. Like I just call him Brown Order. I barely know his name. Yeah, those guys' Dolphin. careers have been saved and they've they've been <laughs> putting on pretty damn good matches. They're good matches, yeah, definitely. And then they got this uh six man street fight next week, and that's probably gonna be just as well, not just as good, but it's gonna be really good. There's a six man street fight? Yeah. Yeah. When what the hell? When did they announce that? <laughs> they announced it on Wednesday. They I didn't even put it in my did. fucking notes. I didn't know that. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, swear. Step up your game, Angria. It's listen, I know you don't have like a podcast about this shit or anything, but you gotta step God up. God damn, I did not even write it down. Oh, I, I guess I skipped it. I just went on to Johnny Gargano backstage promo about next Tuesday. Yeah, they had a lot of promos. Well, yeah, those four motherfuckers in a, in a match. That should be a highlight, too. Iron Man. That's going to be the that, – that might be one of the it best It could possibly be a match of the year candidate. Ever. I mean, Iron Man yeah. match with those four dudes? Yeah. Holy shit. Have, has there ever been, like, a Fatal 4-Way or Triple Threat never. Iron Man? Not Iron Man, no. There's been plenty of Fatal 4-Ways on the NXT, but never a, a Fatal 4-Way Iron Man, yeah. Can we make our predictions? You want to do that now? We're talking about NXT. We're not going to talk about NXT no, no, until yeah. next week. You know, I, guess, I guess you're right. Yeah, I guess we do now. Okay, Cynic said Finn. I I I said Adam Cole. What do you guys think? It's Chomper or Finn, and I would literally flip the quarter. You don't think Johnny Johnny has a Uh-oh. chance? Nope. Uh, Johnny's not going to win yeah. it until Candice is like. In the spotlight to get a championship. Who? And it looks like Candace and Candace. Oh, you know, I heard you and Candace had a pretty freaky night Wednesday, Cesar. You want to tell us about it? That I snowballed Candace? So I came in her mouth and then I made out with her? That's pretty freaky, brother. Hey, man, look, yeah, at least it's with a woman. <laughs> yeah, why'd you give him a woman? Because <laughs> I panicked. I almost forgot about it. <laughs> damn it. <laughs> The whole point of this is that we give them people we date. Hey, he want. still tasted his own cum. Yeah, but that's mine. That's not even gay. Like, Bretsky could have tasted. It's not like John. It's not like it's Johnny. Yeah, yeah. if it was Johnny, yeah, you should have drove the question for Bretsky. That's his hero, and it was consensual. So you know, it's not that bad. So, so he sucked off Cameron Grimes and made out with him. There you go. Yeah, that's just, oh, at, least, yeah, at least you fucked that up, Angria. You definitely <laughs> dropped the ball on that. Well, it would have been. It'd probably be a three-way with Johnny. So you probably got some of Johnny spanking there. As you well. don't know. You don't no, know. no. Johnny would watch. Johnny. Would Johnny watch is, yeah, Johnny's a simp. He would watch right now. Yeah. Because then I'd be like, yeah, Johnny, the Black Knight of NXT is here. <laughs> Black <laughs> Knight. You can't. You can't have a. You can't have a, a cuckolding session without Johnny cuckold. <laughs> <laughs> Johnny cuckold is so good. That's watch, good watch. I bet you he's gonna win just because none of us picked him. I guess none of us are picking him. Yeah, I would. I'm thinking it because yeah. Finn, 
I don't know, because then you still want you still want Finn to win this North American Championship so he can be a triple crown champion in NXT, and it's not the title. It's the only title he hasn't won. But then again, he's on a roll. He hasn't lost unless it's been dirty. Uh, Champa, like Regal mentioned it, he never lost the title. Johnny's had the title, and he lost it. Uh, Maybe to redeem himself, Champa wins it, like, dirty. Like, he wins it dirty somehow. Yeah. I, I'm going to say that Champa wins because Dream um, comes back and distracts Spin from winning or costs Spin the win. But Champa, I'm going to say Champa wins because of a Dream distraction. I'm going to say Champa wins and he does something dirty to Johnny to get the final win. Like, just kicks him in the nuts and pins Finn. Oh, that's right. It's an Iron Man too, so yeah. it's not, not like one fall. When yeah, fuck? you can get a bunch of points. Is is Adam oh, Cole back to being a heel? I don't know. Who knows? They're beating up on a uh, Drake Maverick, though. So. <laughs> I think that they're just to kick ass, take names at this point. They're yeah, just, just trying to catch shit. a leprechaun so they could get their wishes. Yeah, that's probably right. Then get all the gold again. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I'll 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 stick with Champa. I'll stick with Champa. I'm gonna stick with Champa. You know, I'll take Finn. Fuck it. I'll take Finn. Who are you picking, Mangria? I said Cole. I'm picking Adam Cole. Oh, cool. All right, cool. And then who did Cynic take? Cynic took Finn. Oh, okay. Damn, nobody's, yeah, nobody's Johnny. taking Johnny. Yeah. I bet you Jake would take Johnny. He would. That fruit would. No, he wouldn't because Jake doesn't think that Johnny's a good heel, like a piece of shit. No, yeah. Uh, remember, yeah, true. we had that. That's true. That's, that's true. All right. And that wraps up NXT. So I guess on to Smack It Down. Did you gentlemen watch or what about so dynamite, man? Do? What about dynamite? I don't really care about that. No, you're right. There was no Cody Jarrett. <laughs> Put your fucking beer down. You said earlier dynamite. that it was the best. You said earlier, yeah. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I, I, I'm keep. I'm still thinking today's Saturday, man. I'm losing days. All right, I'm still thinking Saturday dynamite, but it was Thursday. Sorry. So we move on to Thursday, Thirsty Thursday, for those in the chat. Uh, and dynamite was uh, it wasn't live, but there was a lot of fans. And apparently they can't chant because Tony Khan's a big wet pussy like Cardi B and Megan Thee Stallion. Wet, and wet. wet and gushy. And gushy. Make that pull-up game weak. Uh, <laughs> I like from Thursday was, I want to say Anna J trying to give uh, that other hot bitch a contract to join the Dark Order. That shit look good. Wish that shit happened. Um... I like from Thursday. I like the uh, gauntlet match. It was some great tag team action. Um, I don't know the fuck shit with Adam Page, but the gauntlet match for me was was pretty good. It was a real tag team heavy uh, show. A lot of eight man tags. Per usual. As per, per usual. usual yeah. yeah, it was a lot of eight man tags and then that tag team gauntlet. Uh, actually, you know, Jer- Jericho on the mic all night. Fuck that. That's my highlight of the week because Jericho came out and killed it as he always does. Uh, but the gauntlet match was really, really good. I like that. Uh, FPR won. They're going to fight them fuckboys at All Out probably win the gold on some shit. Uh, Mangria, what was your highlight from AE Dub on Thursday? Thursday? Before I, I say my highlight, I want to uh, say one of Jericho's lines. It was from the gauntlet mm-hmm. match. Um, Dustin did a Canadian destroyer, and Jericho says, It's a Texas destroyer. He's never even been to Canada, Jim. Wow, <laughs> I didn't even, I didn't even hear that one. Uh, I didn't even hear that one. Also, if you got, I hope you guys have a, a good memory when Anna J uh, came out. Did 
Brody, Mr. Brody Lee, call her Anna the 99? I don't I know because I didn't, I didn't really hear anything. He said that. They, it, they were, was there a match going on or were they cutting in a promo? It was a that? celebration for uh, him winning the belt. Yeah, but they, but they. I don't remember. No, but they, they cut away. Yeah, they cut away from something, and they were like, well, "What's going on out here?" Like, because Jericho said, "Wait, what's going on?" And they're like, "Oh, it's Anna J, Anna J out here." And then like, Evil Uno was cracking his back for some reason. Let me let me let me break down the segment. <laughs> this isn't my highlight, but the Dark Order were doing the casket dance with the uh, fucking casket like that. Oh uh, that yeah! Oh my god! Yeah. That saying good. they're on cloud nine. They bought lawn lawnmowers for some fucking reason. Ten was in the casket. He has the ugly neck, neck tattoo like Cody. Uh, Mr. Brody Lee comes out with Anna Jay and tells Tony to join him in the ring. Tony then interviews Mr. Brody Lee. And Mr. Brody Lee goes on to say, we buried the Nightmare family and the open challenge for the TNT title is done. That's when he starts saying, Anna, the 99. Anna, the Queen Slayer. Anna Jay is in the Dark Order. And then Anna Jay's sexy ass started doing a strut and shit. You guys don't remember that? I don't remember that at all. I I was distracted by some other things when Anna J was Okay, there. well. Yeah, I, I just don't remember it at all. As soon as he said Anna is 99, I was like, did he just say that for real? And I was thinking, Bretsky's probably celebrating right now. I was, I mean, listen, I'll go back and, and listen again for it, but I trust you, Mangria. That's fucking, I'd see it. Now I have an in for when I take her on the date that she doesn't know we're going to go on. I was yet. sober, too, when I took these notes. So you, I trust so you. I trust you. You're, you're you're just claiming right now that you're a wrestling fan trying to take a wrestling woman on a date that she knows nothing about. That, that you, I don't know if you can make that statement right now. Bretsky's oh, gonna. Uh, you know what? That whole thing. Uh, Batson College just, just uh, emailed me that Bretsky's gonna need some sensitivity training, so he's gonna be yeah. suspended without pay for thirty days. Yeah, without pay. What the fuck does that mean? Without pay? No, wait. What, no, so no, I don't. No, ha- I don't have my negative seventy two thousand no, yeah. dollars. Yeah, get out of here, Mangria. College is all about paying. So that means he has to pay. He has to pay for classes that he can't take. Oh, it says right here he has to pay double. <laughs> Sorry, that, that was my bad. Yeah, there, oh, it is, there it is. Yeah, there it is. You get fined. <laughs> yeah, I forgot about that. I saw a picture of Sonya Deville like in court crying and pointing. It's fucking oh, terrible. Jesus. Man, I hope they give that guy the chair. Way to bring the mood down, Bretsky. Me, right? Uh, But my highlight was like Caesar said earlier, who wasn't on this Wednesday? They uh, during the eight man tag, Butcher, Blade, Lucha Bros, Eddie Kingston was out there running his mouth versus Griff Garrison, Joey Janela, Sonny Kiss, and Brian Pillman Jr. They casually say that Marco Stunt was injured on AEW Dark, (laughs) that Jake Hagar injured his ankle. And I pu- did a fist pump. Hell yeah. Ooh. I started break dancing. I got winded. I sat down. I took a drink. I got up. I started dancing again. Marco Stunt injured. Not on this Wednesday's Dynamite. That is my highlight. And I'm going to fucking watch that and beat off like there's no tomorrow. <laughs> As you should. As you should. Should jerk that meat. Uh, Bretsky, did you? I can't remember if you mentioned your highlight. We're talking about Anna J. I did not. Okay. My highlight is actually Anna J. Um, nice. recruiting Tay Conti because I think, as we as we all did, and as a, as a lot as a majority of wrestling fans that I saw did, Tay J, as they were known, mm-hmm. should have won the women's cup. You goddamn right. Oh. 
they are so attractive, but also really good. Yeah, they can actually... like I don't know why WWE released Tay Conti because they're dumb. I think uh, she was unhappy, wasn't she? It, it might have been one of those things where she was unhappy. Oh yeah, like yeah, they were like giving people outs when uh they, when they were they unhappy. Yeah. If yeah. you if you wanted but, it uh, out, you man. I don't care. I mean, I want Tay Conti on my screen anyway because she's really good and like she's she's someone that they could use as like a future building block for their women's division mm-hmm. that they could also push now because she has the talent like in like the judo background and Muay Thai and all that um, and karate. I think, man, I would love to see that because I love the fact in the beginning when Anna J joined Dark Order. Because they're diversifying into chicks, and I love that when it's like when it's like the faction is not just male only or female yeah. only. I love this whole idea of them continuing it and not just having it be a one-off. Um, the only one I don't want to see ever again on my screen is is, is Ariane Andrews slash Cameron. I don't care. I don't give a fuck if she's on my screen ever again. But yeah, that bit, that bit the, the, the fact that they're continuing the fact that like and like they're posting, I, I'm guessing they're friends anyway. Yeah. But like they're posting all shit on social media, like my best friend Anna J, my best friend Tay Conti. Please, that segment. I love that whole segment. I'm so happy. I hope that, uh, I hope that she, I hope that Tay Conti gets signed, and I hope that they continue shit with her and Anna J. I, I think oh, yeah. uh, Cesar is rewatching AEW or something. <laughs> I literally am. I had to find the part, and now I got it on mute. I heard. I was listening, and I thought to myself, "Oh man, I think I'm cutting out again." Hey, no, hey fellas, um, we're gonna take a break, and uh, Cesar, find that clip if he says it. We can take a pee break. Yeah, I'm, I'm literally there, but there, I, he's talking about lawnmowers right now. Okay, we'll be. <laughs> Wait, the Mexicals? Yeah, he bought five lawnmowers, and I, I got the the closed caption since it is kind of live is all fucked up. Yeah. So I'm gonna watch it while well I'm gonna take a piss, get another beer. Actually, I'm gonna get some bourbon. It's about to get real ugly. Ladies and athlete. gentlemen, we'll be right back. Well, Caesar, yeah, we're yeah, all yeah. hanging on the edge of our seats. What's the verdict? The verdict is Brody Lee, Mr. Brody Lee, sorry, um, is the one who said shit this week. <laughs> I know you wanted to hear about that first. Because he of said course. when he had that uh when he cut that promo. And then somebody was like, Mr. Burley Lee, I've been celebrating since Saturday. Burley Lee uh, knocked his ass out and then said, pick up that little shit on a live mic. <clears throat> so he's the one who said shit this week. So the shit train still rolls for the wrestlers. Um, yes, he did say Anna J. She is 99. So that is her number. Oh, in- snap. So she is the queen slayer. She is 99 and she is an important piece in the dark order. So now we're just waiting to see if uh boom boom Colt Cabana gets a number or not, I guess. The, the signs are all there. Now wonder Bretsky has a date with her. <laughs> he wouldn't, he wouldn't even have, he wouldn't even have known about this chick if it wasn't for my sleuthing and light stalking on Instagram uh one fateful day when I was drunk eating pretzels uh trying to write notes for these dry dry pod sessions. All right. Listen, it's a talking point. Like I'll, like, I, I'll, I'll see her. Like, hey, you're I'm 99 also. She's like, what the fuck? Are you talking yeah, exactly. About? Is this before so, yeah. or after the mace? This is definitely, this is definitely after. And then he's. Got to, it's in the. Yeah. It's in the police report. He said something about being 99 together. Yeah, no, yeah. And then see, you got to slide in the DMs first so that she sees your Instagram handle, or you, you got to start leaving comments like I did with EC3. You got to get his attention. You got to get her attention. You got to, got to post every post. 
and get her attention and then slide in the DMs. Oh, you better believe if she has a cameo, guess guess who's going to be getting that? <laughs> I also did email. I sent an email to her business line about getting an interview for the faux pod, <laughs> and I never heard Oh, that. wow. So look, look, just slide in them DMs, then work that faux pod shit in there. Brett, uh, Cesar, did we we all did our AEW ones already, right? Yeah. Oh, wait, on. oh. I just think that um, upon hearing the news of my uh, every scenario, I think we need to pour one out. Uh, yeah. I, I hope that I hope the audio picked up on that. The the, the open up beer can or a Coke? My my Pepsi, yeah. Yeah, your Pepsi <laughs> one. I brought this down because it's the the blue Pepsi can. I brought this downstairs uh, the the other day, and my RA is like, Are "You drinking Bud Light?" Yep. <laughs> and it was like it was like three fifteen. I'm like, "Yep." Yep. She's like, "All right, I respect it." Yeah, class is hard, bitch. Rona's everywhere. Still trying to bang out these thoughts at college. <laughs> so are we moving on to SmackDown. Yeah. So okay. now, Friday night delight. Usually, if it's me, I'm thinking about getting wasted because it's eight o'clock. Uh, it's five o'clock where Mangria lives, so he's probably thinking about happy hour and doing white people stuff with his wife. And Bretsky's probably looking at some thought because it's eight o'clock and it's Friday night, and he's probably trying to sneak into the Alpha House or some shit and sniff some panties. I don't know. Cause you know that's what we do. But uh oh, it's not just me. It just it just happened to use. Oh, sees. Oh, <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> oh god, brother quarter. He he must be getting uh, rough with Caesar right now or something. Yeah, it's some <laughs> some some quarterly abuse. All right, let me uh resend the invite. All right. Um. Yeah, the was the second uh, Brody Lee said ninety nine. I was like, oh my god, Bresky's got to be celebrating right now. I probably should have caught that the first time. That does make so that means there's a hundred members of the fucking Dark Order. I feel like I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what the fucking numbers mean anymore, man. Yeah, because they uh, they always have people in there like it's three, four, and five. But then when they're in the ring, they say their actual names. Right, kind of, kind of odd. Stu, don't stoop. Don't call me Dick Grayson. You know, uh, I bet you Colt Cabana's number sixty nine, and he's proud of I it. Was just gonna say that. I was gonna say if Colt Cabana's <laughs> number is sixty nine, he's fucking pissed. <laughs> well, until uh, Cesar gets back on the air, Bretsky, uh, give us a preview of the oh. still real pregame. All right, so I mean, I don't know about the other shit that Andy has going on because it's not just me on there, but um, I know he interviewed his son Bryce. Nice. I know he interviewed um oh excuse me, Pepsi, you know. Um I know he interviewed his wife Monica. Um and he interviewed the son that he only has had for a couple of years, uh me. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh yeah, so he and I talked about payback coming up. Uh, we gave our thoughts, gave our predictions. Uh typical pregame style. If you if you have never heard of the still real pregame Go check it out. We only did. We only got to do two episodes of it, like this, like a little, like last year. Later, late the later portion, like November, December last year, um, and then Andy had other shit going on. We can't, couldn't really do it, but yeah, the story of pregame is a lot of fun. I, I was not 
fully mentally there. I was mostly mentally there, but I was not. Uh, <laughs> um, I was not of driving condition from the milk that I had. Nice. So, yeah, um, definitely go check it out. I th- he he says that he's getting it out tonight, which I hope he does. But it'll be out before payback for sure. Um, so definitely go check it out if you want to hear me ramble on about Dakota Kai versus Bailey down the line. <laughs> that's that's really it. Wow, I mean, if you want to hear Bretsky on a whole adult milk uh, chugging rant, check out the Steel Real pregame. Andy with an eye returns to us finally and brings us episode three. It's always entertaining to hear him interview his wife. And they, I love when they break down the, the fashion of the yeah. wrestlers. That's always fucking hilarious to me because that's the first thing I notice when I see wrestlers is what they're wearing. And I always make snide comments about it my wife <laughs>, laughs but uh I, I can't wait to hear that again and he uh i like how he has the jamaican horn the reggae yes. horn that's, that's his sound that's my text tone by the way <laughs> every time i get a text message it's that fucking reggae horn oh man yeah i was happy that he came back um it's funny because it was pretty kind of last minute because he texted me he's like oh i'm gonna bring it back you want to do it i'm like yeah sure then, uh, then he's like that night he's like hey want to do it tonight I'm like fucking all right sure let's do it tonight um yeah i was really happy that he was that he was back um i didn't know that svetka made milk but i was pretty happy to find that out <laughs> so that was pretty nice well here he is um, the returning caesar what happened did brother quarter smack your bitch ass up no nah, man i guess everybody decided to watch porn at the same time on the wi-fi and fucking got booted because i guess i'm Uh-oh. on a phone i don't know fuck boys that live around here <laughs> can i ask you guys a question before we move on because bretsky and i were, were talking about other stuff um do you guys, when I was watching NXT and I saw Dakota Kai and Straight Sonya being a tag team, I was just thinking, my God, if they could take out Sasha and Bailey and become tag team champions, that would be incredible. But I know that won't happen because we got hefty, hefty, hefty teaming with the gravel mouth. But do you guys think that would be a good move to have uh, Dakota and Straight Sonya be tag champs? Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Have that be the reason they break up. Have something. They should be legitimate tag teams in the women's division. I want it. I want to see. I want to see the tag team women's division extend to NXT a lot more. I'm fucking stuck on hefty, hefty, hefty. I'm fucking. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> fucking John Cena making her. her yeah, thing I saw in him like carrying a big trash bag, so now it's just him lifting Nia to the curb. <laughs> and those white <laughs> oh my god I'm fucking stuck man uh, um, I always thought the next tag team champs because they've done it with the Iconics were kind of on Smackdown and then who else Bliss and them won it when they did Bliss and them win it when they were on Raw and they never it went to it when they were like both brands yeah like and then they, like, they won it when the brands was dead yeah and like Sasha and Bailey are the only ones who actually went to NXT really to defend them um, so I would like a women's team and like, I mean, like the Connex came from fucking NXT. That's what I'm saying, man. I mean, kind of, they all did, but you know, once you get to raw SmackDown, you're raw SmackDown, your main roster, like still, it's a kind of a split, you're, you know, you may come from there, but you ain't there. You know what I'm saying? Even like Charlotte, where her fuck shit trying to say, I came from it. Shut up, bitch. You've been on main roster forever. Um, I would like Dakota Kai and straight Sonya. To win those belts and then like yeah parade them around nxt more but then since 
when you get those belts, you can at least travel to every show. Yeah, it, it's a way to bring up people to get them on main card to see what they could do. But they're mostly going to be in NXT. They don't have to show up on Raw and SmackDown every week. They're I want to show see them show up on Raw. I want to see uh, Dakota and no, Sonya no, beat the do. shit out of Lana yeah. and Natalia. <laughs> well, yeah, I don't, I'm not saying thing they have to show up every week they don't have to be yeah 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 as sasha and bailey is taking up tv time everywhere yeah and like letting other people get some shine but they can at least show up go home shows or shows after pay-per-views and like they can definitely on nxt they they're definitely going to be there prominent every week they don't have to have a tag match but they can still always be together and fucking with people and have other people tag and, you know, team up against them. But, yeah, I would love to see them get the NXT girls get a run and have those tag belts. That's the only show really hasn't had a winner. Like, there's been people from SmackDown, people from Raw, and, yeah, like a team from NXT needs to win those women tag belts and fucking run with them shits. Well, sorry for that tangent. I was just reviewing my NXT notes, but let's get back on track. Cesar, for Friday night. Oh yeah, Friday night. Smack it down. Yeah, baby. Um oh, Cesar, we, we still oh never mind. Sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, wait, you're still what? No, we still gotta tell Bretsky about the, the drinking game. Oh yeah, we'll do that after this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Alcohol Rico. We'll do that. Yeah. Um where's that? Smack it down, baby. Uh <laughs> my my highlight actually. I'm sorry. I'm glad he's back. Old cracker-ass Zane with his IC title that he's been talking shit about on Twitter that he never lost. (laughs) I hope this isn't like run away from a fight, Zane. I hope this is still he can be a heel, talk great shit, and still have a match, Zane. Yeah. Um, You know, not like AJ. AJ is a heel, but he can beat anybody in the room. And I understand you want to still, Vince wants to have these heels that are like cowardice, but that Sami Zayn-Daniel Bryan match we saw for the IC title, which we all thought was going to be hype, was complete shit because we know what Sami can do. At least let Sami run at half power while having this talk shit, and he looks like fucking – like he's out of some cocaine Escobar movie. He's still wearing that shit. Um, but he, to me, was my highlight. Coming back, talking shit, Zayn, still a heel, still has his IC title. Um. And if he beats uh, Jeff Hardy, then, you know, uh, old uh, Zank Chris is going to beat his old meat one time and probably tell everybody in the chat. Um, but to me, yeah, that was my highlight. Besides the obvious, you know, I, you know, everybody's highlight is what really happened the last two minutes. But other than that, that was my highlight for SmackDown. Mangria, what you got? Well, the, I mean, the obvious one is what I want to talk about. I don't know if Bresky's going to talk about it, but I do have another highlight. We should, we should all talk about it. It's as good as that ladder match. We should all talk about it okay, later. Yeah. We'll say something different then, and then we'll all come back to the last two minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But my highlight of Smack, my second highlight, was Cesaro yeah. versus Kalisto. You forget Ooh. how fucking good Kalisto is in the ring and the moves that they were pulling off. I got to give most of the credit Cesaro. Cesaro ah. Cesaro yeah. and his fucking strength. Uh, Cesaro picks up Elaine Kalisto. Kalisto counters it into a sunset flip pin. That was fucking awesome. Uh, Cesaro was going to powerbomb Kalisto. Kalisto stood on Cesaro's shoulders and then turns it into a fucking DDT. 
That was incredible, man. Kalisto's on mm. is awesome. It was a fuck shit ending, but he, I mean yeah. the match itself was incredible. It was that classic. Was yeah, that's the crazy part. Those two guys. The, you're, the, you see, the reason why Kalisto got that U.S. title run, and we've all said it for years that Cesaro should damn near be, if not a two-time heavyweight championship by now. Like, besides the talking, if when he had Paul Heyman, Paul Heyman considers Cesaro his biggest like failure in wrestling history is not getting him over to like championship level, Jeez. like he doesn't guys. But um, I mean, we see what that guy has, uh, gentleman Bretsky. Uh, well, if, if we're not talking about the yeah, 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 we'll talk about that. Um, yeah. I and I want to be different, so I'll say the inklings that Bliss is now. Oh here. yeah, oh yeah, 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 oh. yeah. Because she's as hot as she always is. She's hotter as a heel, as Caesar says. The bad guys are the hottest. Wait, ones. we, we um, said that we knew. You know the rule. Rock you know the rule. Tails. These are pigtails. these are also in the rule. It's, it's, yeah, it's, when it's she came up, rules. it's in the rules. When she came up with those pigtails, I was like, oh. "All right, everybody who fucks with the fiend reverses." And then I was like, "Wait, is she like reversing to NXT Bliss?" And I was like, "She's going back to like super face cheerleader Sunny Bliss." And then I was like, "Nah, she's going back to like Banff Bliss back when it was like Blake Murphy Alexa." I was like, yes. "This is fucking with her Freddy Krueger." Yes, yes. I was like, oh, if she goes back to NXT Hill Bliss, I was like, gee, fucking Zus, watch out, because that is gold. Yeah, I am excited. I'm excited because you know that Nikki and Alexa are going to have a banger. Yeah. Um, because both of those ladies can go. Um, I feel like this also going to be the catalyst for Nikki Cross to get a world title. Um, yeah. Which will be yeah. great. Which she yeah. deserves, by the way. I absolutely deserves it. Um, I was just excited. I don't know why Tamina was there, <laughs> but I was I was excited to see. Bitch um, got to earn a check, man. Bitches got to yeah, eat, Vince man. Doesn't she want her to check. claim she's, unemployment. She, she's got to pay off those legal fees for her dad. True, um, true. They stack up. They stack yeah. up. Uh, yeah. So yeah, yeah. Bliss. The inklings of Bliss turning heel. Everyone who crossed paths with the fiend. By the way, you see the fiend is now challenging Goldberg again, or fucking around with Goldberg yeah. on Twitter. Yeah, yeah I don't see that. You know the the fact that the fiend changes everybody and it seems to change them for the better is the only positive thing that the fiend does for me in WWE. Hey, so you got heel Miz out of it. You got yeah, you got heel Miz again. You got you got Daniel Dragon Daniel Bryan out of it. Heel Bliss. We've got. Evil Braun back. I mean, I don't really. What care do you about guys Braun think about Bliss um, dreading her hair? Evil Seth. What's that? Evil Seth. Oh, yeah. remember? Uh, um, Nikki Cross was like, "I don't think that's a good idea." I can't do her accent. Where Alexa was oh, the, dreading the, her yeah. hair. She like braided. Yeah, she like dreaded her hair. Yeah, so like, if she gets dreadlocks, yeah, is she gonna be? Is she still gonna be hot? Yes. I don't know. I don't know, man. Dreadlocks can look bad on chicks. That's true, but I feel like Bliss could pull it off. No, not dreadlock. She's got to braid it. Like braids can be hot. Yeah, but yeah, she's got to braid it. She can't have a dreadlock because you got to cut dreadlocks off. You can't like untwist them shits. Yeah. So she's got to like braid it. Like it's if she braids it right, yeah, it could look hot. Yeah. Real stupid hot. Yeah, I agree. I so, agree with Cesar. I'm, I'm with that. All right, so gentlemen, we all know what the real SmackDown highlight was. 
It was the last two minute. Oh, fucking Mr. Ed and his new chompers was uh, was in his locker room, sitting on his couch, beating his meat for two hours. I don't know why the guy just didn't walk in the door. It was open. Not like the ship was locked. Gave me old contract. He's talking. And all of a sudden you heard. Old Scullet. Paul Heyman. Roman is a Paul Heyman guy. This popped everybody. Even old Sam wrote in the chat. What did you guys think about old Paul Lee bringing Roman into his stable of champion whores to win the title for probably 385 days or some fuck shit like that? Well, Mr. Bretzky, oh, okay. Mr. Bretzky, since he likes he likes to be credited as the person who called the Roman heel turn. What well, did you say? You, thought you, you said, you said, what did I say? I called it. He's a heel. You wrote that in the chat last week. On Sunday. Okay. Oh yeah, well, I, I didn't say anything for this week, but um, but yeah, so you, he's a heel. you don't think he's a heel oh, by saying yes, because I, I called how he because I called his attitude. That's right, I did call his attitude. By the way, for those listening, um, I'm fucking excited. I have like I'm so excited for this, and the great thing too that I love about WWE social media, they brought it back. I don't know if you guys saw that they posted this of how like the whole thing like Paul Heyman. It's not a prediction; it's a spoiler. Like yeah. two or three years ago, Paul Heyman in a promo said, "What if I man? What if I managed you, Roman Reigns?" And they're like, "Listen," and they posted it like a couple like on Friday. And like, "Listen, Paul Heyman delivers spoilers." It is so good. I am so excited for this. This can only end well, and I feel like this ends up turning Brock face. I know what I'm, I'm going to make a bold statement. Brock Lesnar is going to have his retirement match as a face against Roman Reigns. That's not really bold. That's really how it goes. But Brock Lesnar is a face at this, at this point in his career? Well, remember after CM Punk lost the title, he turned face and then fought Brock Lesnar, and Paul Lee was Brock Lesnar's guy? Yes, yes. It always... so can, you really see, like, can, you see, can you see Brock A retiring, B being face? Yes. I don't like it. Or like, all right, Mangria. I, you know, you. I mean, best, I can't. The best Brock Lesnar is that I don't give a shit. Brock Lesnar, I don't think he necessarily needs to turn face, but I mean, we did get signs of him being positive when he had the Brock party, you know, with the fucking money in the bank thing, and yeah, like people were laughing and, and it was Royal, funny. Like Royal if, Rumble when if, uh, a bunch of new people came out, he's like, "Who the fuck is this?" And he was like smiling and shit. That yeah. was kind of cool. They dancing to MVP. Yeah. Well, first of all, if he's fighting, if he's fighting Roman. He's going to be faced because everybody hates Roman. That's Who do people hate more, Brock or Roman? They hate Roman more. That's true. I'm just not sure if uh, Lesnar will even entertain the idea of becoming a, a face because he doesn't really give yeah. a shit about anybody. But, that, but, but you would have to turn it so that he's been shitting on Paul while he's a heel the whole time to him, him like Paul shitting on him. Like Paul being like, I got the younger version of you, bitch. And he's actually beating you. So I'm on the up now. Fuck you, Brock. It would have to be Paul saying some shit like that. Exactly. So like, 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 Brock's, like Brock's pissed off at Roman for replacing him. Like he feels old. Yeah, so he's yeah, like, so you know what, fuck you. I'll put my career on the line. Or something yeah, like he's that. like, look, I'm still, I'm still fucking Brock Lesnar. I'll still kill this bitch. I beat him eight times. He beat me once. Oh, wow. He got lucky. I don't know, I don't know how many then, times yeah. Brock said this, but I remember a long time ago he was cutting a promo or something. And when he was done, he gave the mic to Paul and he goes, here, Paul, say something stupid. <laughs> say something stupid. 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was that yeah. was funny. Yeah, that's always good. <laughs> I'll say something stupid. All right. Uh, wait, where are we at? Are we done? No, I didn't give my take, asshole. Well, nobody cares about you. <laughs> Everyone cares about me. Okay, so when this was on, I wasn't paying attention. I was running errands. Uh, I came home. There was the last five minutes left. I was barely paying attention. I sat down. I looked at the screen, and I saw the camera was on Roman and half of the couch, and then Adam Pierce was saying, sign the contract, whatever. Roman was spouting some attitude shit. I wasn't really paying attention. Then I heard this. It's not a prediction. It's a spoiler. In my head, I was like, that's, that's some Paul Heyman shit. Why Paul would he say Paul Heyman's yeah. line? And then yeah. the camera pans over to that fat, bald walrus laying on Roman's shoulder with that shit-eating grin he has. And mm-hmm. the reaction that I had was goosebumps, joy, and my God, it's about fucking time. And if, I did have that thought, too, about Bretsky <laughs> saying, I called it. I called it. He's healed. He's healed. <laughs> yeah. I wanted to say something to Sam, but I'm like, nah, I'll let him, I'll let him wallow in his own misery of being wrong. It's just everything. He's still not a heel. We've we been asking know. for. It's finally what we've been asking well, for. Still not a heel. I don't. How can you be with him. Paul Heyman and not be heel? Because he's Roman Reigns, so Paul Heyman will go face for no, Roman Reigns. You don't know. No, Paul, he's heel. That was the confirmation. That was the confirmation. Cesar, I know. I I respect that you're trying to fall on your sword. No, I'm just saying he's he has like a... Paul Heyman. Paul Heyman had the shooting grin. He said that's not a prediction. That's a spoiler. It's it's that does not make him heal. He hasn't done anything heelish. Yes, he has. Uh, in SummerSlam, when he was saying, "You're nothing without me. This is mine. I never lost it. You're nothing." He didn't have a smiling that's like actually, I'm a returning that's hero. Actually, that's, he had like that's actually a fact. The big dog, the big it's dog that, oh, that we know would have come in, speared the fiend, gotten helped Braun up, shit Braun's hand. And see, no, Braun was, was giving us this Braun argument. Bretsky was giving us this They're argument both. in the chat, and I was like, you know what? I'm the jury's still out. I'm not convinced. Okay, Bretsky, relax. But this Friday, I was like, <laughs> oh shit, it's true. The ratings are down. They want ratings to go back up. They're finally going to give us what we asked for. I believe this past Friday was the confirmation. Roman Reigns has turned heel. He wasn't smiling when he had to sign the contract. He wasn't being all happy and typical Roman. He was being a dick. And just to say that's not a prediction, that's a spoiler. He was being a dick by saying, I have to read this. So that's that's your, I, I have to read this. Let me read this. That's a dick? That's a dick to you? You cut out. That's a dick. Compared to, to the Roman, compared to the Roman we usually yeah. get, compared to the compared to the heels and faces, uh, the way that they act, like would you be surprised if King Corbin said that? I didn't hear what you said, Cesar. It was cutting out on you. Besides, is he a dick? He, all he said was, "I have to read this," and then he sat down on a couch. Oh, that's what you said. That's all he said. <laughs> no, yeah, he, he said you said he was being a dick. Roman. He wasn't typical. Like, yeah, this is. So he's not he's not jovial skipping through the streets. Yeah. So he's a heel. Yes, that's right. Because uh, typical Roman would be in the locker room hanging out with the faces. He'd be hanging out with the Usos, shooting the shit. He was in a fucking the dressing Usos room by himself with Paul Heyman, refusing to come the out. Usos are injured. Only one of them is injured. Um, and yeah, also, well, the other no, one... One with, no one with those nice of teeth is a face. 
No one with the no. He's got to be a face because he actually has nice teeth. So he's got to show them shits off now and smile in every commercial because he's about to win. But his now he has, now he has the perfect shit eating grin. I wonder what comes now he has the perfect to do that. By the way, uh, is it because he's gonna be on like the the main? I, I don't know what the is he gonna be in a movie? Like why did he do that to his teeth? Who knows? He was, he was probably bored. He was probably bored one day. He said, "You know what? I have a lot of money. I'll, I'll, I'll be Jesus, yeah. fucking glowing white." Yeah, bro, they're fucking, they're fucking ridiculous. He's not a he's not a heel till he beats up a ref. What? No, he's not a heel. You, can't, you can't have that be the standard. I can't be that because if he if he beats if he wins the match on Sunday, which we all think he is, he's definitely a face because he's beating two heels. Not really. Gotta, you can have heels. Yeah, what do you mean not heels? really? All right, all right, how about this? How about this? What if he wins the match and then beats the fuck out of both of them after the match, after he wins? Then I, I'll, I'll say you got a point. If he beats the fuck out of them after the match, but if he just spears everybody eight times. Wait a minute, Cesar. Are like, you trying to tell me that the Reigns we're seeing right now is the typical Roman Reigns? I didn't say he's typical Roman he's Reigns, but I didn't right? say he was healed. He's different, right? He's not different. He just said he's going to wreck everybody and leave, which is literally what he's doing. He did not smile. He beat them and, both and down. Be social backstage. This is a definite character change. I believe he's heel. Okay, so before Champa left, was he face or heel? We're not talking about Champa. Before Champa left, we're talking about Roman. No, 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 no. Before Champa left, was he face or heel? Before he lost the cross, was he face or heel? Oh, he was face. So you can't, you're telling me you can't have a face who is just, yo, I didn't lose my title, which Roman said he didn't lose. I want my title back, which is what he said he wanted. And he's beating up the people who have the title, which is what he did. You're saying but faces you can't do remember, that? Champa only turned face because of the crowd. So, but you're Champa saying faces face can't do that. Champa turned face, but the crowd's like, yeah, so they were cheering him. No, Tampa turned face. Tampa was face because the crowd cheered him because he was gone for so long, which is what the crowd technically did. They did cheer that Roman came I back. Think Cesar, and he beat Cesar up the two was losing the, the Roman Reigns heel fight, so he brought up somebody else to try and prove his point. Cesar, you're a billion percent no, wrong. What? Roman is heel. Just accept it. He's not real. He's heel. He's not. All right, he's fine, heel. Dude. So when he turns when he turns face, I want to apology from both of you because he's still I face. Will he's not healed. I'll apologize. He has not if done he face, if he turns face. If he if he definitively turns face, I will give you an apology. But when he does turn heel, you need to apologize to us, asshole. I'm not gonna apologize. I'll just admit I was wrong. Stick. Now chug your beer while we move on. All right, now we're moving on to alcohol recall. Now we're gonna start well, Roman with. Face. You know what? We'll start with Caesar's because I think his was the best actually. Uh, Caesar. Hey, what's this drinking game? Oh, shit. well, mine. Oh, yeah, shit. Well, mine kind of ties into Bretsky's a little bit. Um, the I, Wait, I suggested to Caesar at the beginning of the episode that we start an SRAP drinking game for every episode while listening while listening to the podcast. Yeah, drinking. Yeah, game. all the stuff that reoccurs, and this is the list that we came up with. I'm pretty sure you could come up with some too, Bretsky. Um, every time the phone rings, you take a drink. <laughs> Every time Zanka's lost during the podcast, like he sees a squirrel or a shiny object, take a drink. Every time Zanka skips hashtags, take a drink. Every time Jake mentions he's going to kill himself, 
take a drink. Every time Jake mentions Hulu, take a drink. Every time Jake says, I work for my father. I know, I know it's relatively new, but, you know, he says it reoccurring. I work for my father. And plus it's in sticks hashtags. Uh, yeah. Every time we get a Zanka-ism for your dick. Uh, every time Zanka says retard. And then Jake corrects him and says nincompoop, take a drink. Every time there's a CBG mention, because they do mention them um, at least two out of every three episodes. Every time Jake forgets nicknames, like Zanka will go, Peter Wankent. And there's an awkward pause. And Zanka goes, come on, man. And Jake goes, oh, yeah, a serial killer. Uh, every time Jake caves in on his argument and immediately agrees with Zanka. <laughs> that's a... That's a so any, yeah, anytime... Yeah, anytime he's like, oh, I don't really like that, but I'm just saying, yeah, you're right. <laughs> so it's anytime, dude. Every time Zanka makes a 90s reference, a la Family Matters, Power Rangers, Putties. Every time, oh, this is the one we were talking about earlier. Every time they mention the Battle Scars theme music, <laughs> which Caesar takes great umbrage with because. I do. I do. Of what we were talking about uh, earlier, uh, you listened, right, Brett, to this week's SRAP? Do you remember yeah. when Zanka told us all to shut the fuck up and watch uh, uh, Keith Lee because everyone was complaining about the, the theme change? Well, yeah. then Cesar says, oh, what the, what the fuck about the Battle Scars theme? Those motherfuckers always talk about how that's the better song. They should have never changed it on the B team. Dude, they have literally talked about that through, like, at least six podcasts in a row about that fucking Battle Scars. And then then they changed Keith Lee's from Call Up. And and Battle Scars went from NXT to Raw. And then Keith Lee didn't even get his fucking shit transferred over. They didn't go to the Battle Scars didn't go from NXT. No, you're right. It wasn't. They weren't B-team in NXT. Yeah, they came B-team on Raw. But still, they they had Battle Scars and then the B team music and how much did they complain about battle scars and fucking the new B team music, which actually fits B team more. Yeah. The B team theme fits B team more, even when they did have the championships versus battle scars. And how much did they complain about that shit? <laughs> Anytime there's a talk about music, they always bring up that fucking battle scars. And you know, I might, I might just bring up, I don't know. Well, Zenka's going to listen, but I might just bring this shit up on Tuesday. You know, let these fuckers drop a pot too. Well, Bretsky, can you add to this drinking game list? Because we, we, we put together a healthy list, but can you think of any more? Yeah. Um, anytime Zenka says that saying my name is what gives him a sore throat. Oh. <laughs> um, no, I thought, yes, anytime, I thought we, I thought we said that. Cause remember you said anytime Zenka complains that Jake doesn't put, Stank on it on Facebook, and then he's like, I'm losing my voice because I'm over here like the great Bretsky. Nah, nah, nah. Yeah, and he's waiting for Jake to go, <laughs> 99. 99. Yeah. <laughs> uh, maybe whenever Jake, whenever Jake is like, Yeah, that's a good one. When it comes to one of Sticks' hashtags of like, What's that? The kindergarten hashtag when he's like, Yeah, that's good. I'll give you that. Now that's a creative <laughs> one. I like that one. That's what he says. That kindergarten one. Jake's favorite garden. Kindergarten. I'll put Jake. Oh, and maybe oh, wait, uh, oh, wait, another, wait, I take a drink we, every time Sticks has a new one of those jokes. Oh, we're going well, to die gonna then. Yeah, he's going to have a new one every fucking week. At least um, one. 
Bretsky, so I I brought up a I brought up a hypothetical. Well, not really hypothetical. I'm I'm definitely dying on my hill for this one. Since I guess Jake doesn't want to have the pedo jokes and he wants to have the granny jokes oh. <laughs> now be his thing. I said if he wants a true gimmick change, then he has to change his whole gimmick, and that includes APPW. And he can't be in the SRAP best friends anymore. Because SRP SRAP best friends are him and Sam being best friends, but that's pedo Jake. If Jake wants to be granny now. He has to leave, and he has to change his whole gimmick, and it has to be like some Marco stunt shit. I say, what say you? I say he has the fiend personality, where like instead of sweater bray, it's pedo Jake, and then fiend bray is old person necrophiliac Jake. <laughs> what mask does he put on? Um, he puts he, no he, mask. He no changes mask. his clothes. He just wears like yeah. he just wears like a tuxedo because that's what you wear at a funeral. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! He wears a suit. So yeah. he wears a suit. So all right, so he has to wear all right, his no, no. <laughs> he has to wear that jean jacket suit. Yeah. When he's like pedo Jake. But when he's old man if he's old man Jake now, then he has to wear like an actual suit. And he like comes some out fucking with the Undertaker Mick Foley. music and the Undertaker entrance. <laughs> yeah, like some Mick Foley suit. He's gotta wear the Mick Foley, the, the uh mankind suit. Yes. <laughs> It's like a beat up shirt, tie, and some pants. Yes. So he has, yeah, he has, he has come both personalities running rampant in APPW. Yeah. So he's got to change his gimmick. All right, fine. I, I will submit. I will unsubmit the Marco stunt if he puts on the stupid suit. But it, see, we both agree he has to change his gimmick. I don't think he has to change his gimmick. I think it just has to be two separate characters. He has to add a gimmick. No, no. no. Well, see, they want to change the gimmick yeah. on the pod. And I'm like, well, you can't change it. Yeah, he has to add the gimmick. So he has to accept the pedo with the granny, but he has to accept the granny character as the fiend. Yeah, some fiend yeah. granny shit. He has to have two personalities. Yeah, like if you really piss off Jake, he brings out the granny. <laughs> yeah. So, so when every time we break Jake, that's when he goes to the granny fucking. Man, these exactly. hashtags are going to yeah. be interesting this week. <laughs> they are, but, not, but he has to accept because otherwise I'm staying straight pedo. I got that sound bite. That was, yeah, that was my only rule. That was my only rule. I'm staying straight joking pedo Jake. He has to accept. So we got Zanka yeah. blowing out his throat. Jake gives credit to pedo hashtags. Mm-hmm. What else he got, Bretsky? Um, maybe like Jake saying, do we have to talk about Raw or do we have to talk about SmackDown? <laughs> if you just want to say Jake complaining, then we're going to get drunk again. We're going to fucking die, dude. Yeah. Or well, I mean, if, if we're talking about Jake complaining, we have to drink when they're not filming because that's why they're only filming once a month now. Because Jake complained about the wrestling. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, that's really, yeah. I mean, that's all I can think of. Oh, maybe when Zanka says, like, Jacob, like, is there any news? And Zanka says, nope. And then two minutes later, oh, yeah. Or something like that. <laughs> that could get lost. That could Zanka brain yeah. part or what? Yeah, they get getting lost, yeah, man. Is, yeah, his mind is not right. Yeah, his mind just isn't right. Yeah, Cesar uh, pointed that one out earlier already. Yeah, that's all I can think of. He's always lost. Well, that's still a good list. I'm gonna put it on my Instagram question. Yeah. This uh, it's a pretty fucking heavy list. Yeah. <laughs> I hope you're drinking Bud Light, not like lit. you know something like super heavy. What did I say? I said, yeah, I said we all got to go one three H and get some cores, get some cores lights or something. Yeah, you're not you're not surviving if you're doing like fireball. 
<laughs> That's what I'm saying. We're going beer, not shots. So, ladies and gentlemen, this is the segment that is called Alcohol Recall. It is where we get scenarios and we change history. Today, going up first, Big Carpe himself, Julius underscore Caesar. What you got, man? Why am I going for? All right. So, my alcohol recall, <sighs> it was the my favorite match of all time. It was the greatest buildup of all time, greatest vignette of all time, two of some of the greatest stars of all time, Rock, Austin, not one, but two. That's right. Houston, we have a problem. My alcohol recall from building up to I did it from the rock to the six-man hell in a cell to Austin coming back to winning the Rumble for the third time to Rock beating Angle for the championship, Deborah being that fuckboy's manager, Kurt Angle being in the mix, breaking ankles on, on bitches. Stone, you know, they're stunning each other. They're drinking beers. They're rock bottoming each other uh, up until the match where they fight. And then Austin does the unthinkable teams with that bitch-ass hoe McMahon just so he can beat the Rock and win the title at Mania. I'm all with Austin turning heel. But I think, I think personally, I think the wrong man won. They all they they should have went one and one, and then when they had their match later on the road, I think nineteen, I believe. Yes. Then you could have them go either way, but we all kind of knew the Rock was winning. Austin was on his way out. I always thought that it was great with fifteen. Austin was the champion. Rock put on a hell of a show. He won. This one, Rock was a champion. Austin put on a hell of a show. Even tried to turn heel just to get him. But then Rock win because later, like a couple months later, we had the invasion angle, I believe, right? That was still the same year? Like 2000. Yeah. Shane bought WCW kayfabe like that Monday night before. Yeah. So, so yeah. So, yeah. Invasion angle. Which is my alcohol so, recall. <laughs> <laughs> no, so that was yours. Sorry. So, so I, yeah, I feel like mine ties into yours, even kind of, and then we can get to that later. Um, so before I give my thoughts, I would love to hear <clears throat> if you guys think, the did the right guy win? Did the right guy lose? Um, how would you have booked it? Um, and then well, I guess we'll go into the invasion angle next because it kind of blends into that if you wanted it to, if you thought that far ahead. Um, so how would you book X7? Houston, we have a problem. I'm going to go with the Bretzky 99, always fine to the moon. How would you put this bitch on Jupiter? Because it's farther than the moon. This match is great. <laughs> How would you do it, kind sir? Break it down for me one time. So these two the, the, from you guys this week are going to be tougher for me because I wasn't alive. Um <laughs> So they're shorter than I usually do because it's like I can't go back and think what I would have liked to see because I don't know. But I'm gonna go with the, the the scenario that Austin himself put out where he's like, I wasn't I wasn't sure if I wanted to turn heel. I was re, I was like recon we can rethinking it where he said um, if I remember correctly that he had thought about stunning McMahon after he won. So Ooh. I think that that would have been a great way to go where it's like Austin teams with McMahon to beat The Rock because he knows he can't beat him. Um, and then Austin 
beats The Rock, and then after they have the whole celebration, then Austin stuns McMahon and is like, yeah, fuck you. I am the Texas Rattlesnake. You have to have Austin win in Houston. You have to have it because if Rock wins, it's the Roman Reigns effect. Rock gets booed. I think that also then could build up to the next year because it's it's like how Cena and Rock did it for like they built from one year to the next and one year to the next. I think you could do that where it's like Rock the entire time, like no matter what else is going on, and he's always saying, "I know the like something. Like, I know the invasion's going on. I know this is going on. I know that's going on." But you, Steve Austin, knew you could not beat me clean, and maybe it leads to the main event of. 18 instead of 19 like they have their third one at 18 instead of 19 where oh, but, I think, but that was like rock hogan because like you know it was, was, yeah but that yeah. yeah you're right you're right uh um, i know i know we're we're booking and we're we're you know but yeah you're changing a whole fucking new storyline so like yeah like i know it's kind of weird because that's why i said uh, you know you kind of tied into mangria's because invasion was going on so how would you I kind of want to ask you, like, how would you lead into Mangria's question? And I kind of wanted to read that one as well, but, you know, I wanted to kind of let Mangria explain it. But In terms of, uh, real quick, like, in terms of mine, if we talk, if you want to keep the Hogan match, you could even still then have the Hogan match. And I don't remember what match Austin had at 18. I think he, he, fought, the, he fought the other two. I think he fought Diesel. Yeah, I think, wasn't it Razor? Yeah, that, that was Razor's awesome sell. That's right. Yeah, yeah, the um, double stunner. So uh, you could even still have that and then have it be a two-year build from the main event of 17, Rock Never Let It Go, to WrestleMania 19, where they finally meet and all of their schedules are cleared. They have nothing else going on. Rock wants revenge, and Rock wants to prove that he can beat Steve Austin clean. So you could even have it go on for two years and have all the same shit that happened happen and just have them have that grudge match, except the roles are reversed and said they, Austin's half face half heel rock is full face saying you can't beat me clean you could have that in 19 but i think that you have i think you still have austin win um angria yes sir okay this is what i wrote down rock wins instead i lead off after everything austin tries including selling out to Vinnie mac rock kicks out of everything austin holds rock up and mcmahon gets Triple H's sledgehammer because chair shots weren't working. So he gets the sledgehammer to attack Rock. The Rock moves. McMahon hits Austin. One, two, three. The Rock retains. The next night, there's a rematch with Mr. McMahon as the special ref. Rock knocks out Mr. McMahon because he's being a dick. Um, (laughs) uh, Then Rock, you know, he has uh, Stone Cold beat again. Goes for the pin. But there's no ref. But who comes out? Triple H with the sledgehammer. Hits Rock again. Well, hits Rock in the head with the sledgehammer. One, two, three. Austin wins kicking off the two-man power trip a different way because it it kicks off uh, the next month anyway. But I'm just tweaking it to have it start this way rather than the way it started with, um, you know, Undertaker and Kane versus Triple H. What do you think about that? I like it. So you're you're taking it on that Triple H doesn't get injured, and then he's around longer for the two man power trip. Yeah, the power trip starts a little earlier than it was than it did. But and the power trip is a Stone Cold. Yeah, Stone Cold and Triple trait? H. Still, triple H? Yeah, yeah, it's still tri- Triple H. Yeah. Yeah. But I just went with Rock wins instead. But 
history was just tweaked a little bit. Oh, nice. Nice. So I tweaked it a bit. Um, so I had it that, yeah, it wasn't, nothing was working. And kind of like you said, like, uh, so McMahon comes out, there's some fuck shit with Hebner and everything. Uh, McMahon hits Stone Cold. Hebner wakes up. The Rock wins, takes the title. But I kind of lead into your question. So if you want to read your alcohol recall, this is where mine kind of goes into as well. So if you want to break yours down, then I can already answer yours, and then we can keep this triangle going. All righty. Um, my alcohol recall was what if The Rock joined the alliance instead of Team WWE that Monday Night Raw way back in 2001? Um, my whole premise, the reason why I thought of this is because I wanted the invasion angle to end better than it actually did. So um, The Rock joins the alliance. Stone Cold and Kurt Angle do not. I keep them on Team WWE. So Rock, he he does some fuck shit, fucks with everybody in WWE with all the WCW guys. And then the same match is announced, the very same match at Survivor Series for control. Uh, who, whoever's got, whoever wins is the new, basically the new company, WCW or WWF back then. Yeah. Uh, the go-home show. Uh, Rock, you know, he's, he's talking to... To Shane and RVT and Booker RVD and Booker T and the Dudleys. They're like, yeah, we're going to fuck them up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, you guys ready for this Sunday? Yeah, okay, let's do it. Meanwhile, Austin, Jericho, Kurt Angle, Kane, and Undertaker are in the WWF locker room talking like, oh, man, we're, we've been, you know, we've been losing this whole time. We got to come back and we got to come. We got to get these guys. Well, throughout the night, each one of the Alliance members are taken out. Shane McMahon's laid out. What the fuck? What happened to Shane? I don't know. You were with him. What happened? I don't know. RVD, porta potty, turned over, set on fire. Oh, no. RVD. RVD's been taken out. What's going to happen this Sunday? We got to replace him. Dudley's hit by a bus. What the fuck? Why did they get hit by oh a bus? God. They just were getting uh, nice. the, 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 there was no porta potty. So they had to go across the street for a toilet or whatever. Booker T. He got his dreads caught in the fucking uh, something. The door that someone slammed his head snatch. into it. May Young Snack. So they all have been taken out. Team Alliance taken out. Oh shit, what does The Rock do? Now, mind you, Cesar, you're gonna have to really suspend your disbelief here. And all the contract mm. all the contract negotiations, everything, you gotta suspend all that and just live in my fantasy land for, mm-hmm. for a little bit. Right. Okay. So Survivor Series comes, two thousand one for control of whatever. Kane, Undertaker, Austin, Jericho, Angle, they're in the ring. They're all looking confident, like, what the hell is The Rock going to do? He don't got nobody. Austin, what a fucking idiot. Vince McMahon has a boner sitting at the commentary table. There's no way they can win. Yeah. Rock comes out. He stays on the stage. McMahon gets the mic. Oh, pal, all your team has been taken out. <laughs> what are you going to do? Fight these guys on your own? Rock gets the mic. Whoa, 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 whoa. Know your role and shut your mouth, McMahon. I made a little phone call. And the Alliance, sure, they were all here. But that's not all of WCW. And then Sting's music hits. Sting <laughs> comes go. out with his fucking bat. Stands right next to Rock. The crowd, everyone has a heart attack. Fucking um, Goldberg's music hits. 
Andy, Andy, little little Andy just starts fucking the couch because he's so excited. <laughs> Goldberg and Sting nice. are teaming with The Rock. Who else? Booker T, he just shaved his head so his dreads are gone. But he managed nice. to come back. And then Big Papa Pumps music. The sirens Big go Papa off. Dumps. Sound of man. Sound of man. You just Papa added Pumps. a 33 and a third percent chance to that team. The Rock, Scott yeah. Steiner, At least. Booker T, At least. Sting. Goldberg all go down to the ring together. I'm getting goosebumps thinking of this imaginary scenario. They tangle with WWF. They defeat WWF. WCW gains control of the company, kayfabe. Oh. Kayfabe. Uh, they gain control of the company. But Paul Heyman, Stephanie. Uh-oh, so we lost Cesar. Paul Heyman. Uh, Paul Heyman, Shane, Stephanie. They're like, you know what, Dad? We'll throw you a bone. We'll throw you a bone. You know what? We'll still let you have a show, and then we'll have another Monday Night Wars. It'll be, well, not Monday Night Wars. They'll, they'll say ratings war. And uh, WWF will still have Monday Night Raw, but the returning and victorious alliance will take over SmackDown, change it to Nitro, and another ratings war will ensue. However, it'll be within the company, and that's what I got. Wow. Let me, wow. Let me wow. Try to get wow. Caesar back. Sure. I'm going to try to stall until Caesar comes <laughs> back. <laughs> How about that airline food? Did you um, see any of this, Bretsky? Did you go on the network and uh, catch any of this? I mean, I've watched, I've looked back at shit. There you yeah, go. Yeah. Um, I've looked back at shit on the network, but like, I was still in the womb. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, you know. I don't have that firsthand experience of being like, oh man, I wish, you know, Big Papa Pump was here or shit Big like Papa that. Don't. I, I do know that the invasion was probably the worst booked thing ever. It was, but it definitely was. Well, um, um, yeah, yeah. Uh, Cesar, what you didn't hear was that uh, Team WCW wins. I, I kind of figured when you brought out the heavy hitters, I kind of figured they were going over. They take control of the company, but Stephanie, Shane, and Paul Heyman throw Vince a bone. They say, you know what? You guys can still have Monday Night Raw, but we're changing SmackDown to Nitro. And huh? they they would both exist, in other words. And so okay, we'll, we'll end up seeing who's the most popular show. That was my scenario. Right, but uh, I mean, that sounds great and all, but I don't think they would change. Well, Vince will never give up Raw, but if The Rock won the match, why would he change SmackDown to Nitro? SmackDown with his <laughs> Cesar. It's my scenario, Cesar. You're right. No, it was a great scenario. Oh, way better than mine. Great scenario. Great, great. Perfect. Perfect scenario. Uh, only, only thing similar that I had to mine was Rock wins, obviously, the championship at Mania. He beats Stone Cold, which gives him the one-on-one to give the 19 more emphasis to um, – so mine was kind of more of a build to 19. It does include Invasion to where, like, when Invasion happens and let, instead of Stone Cold being the heavyweight championship, it would be The Rock. And that gives The Rock more of an edge to be like, no, fuck you, Vince. You tried to cheat me on my title match, bitch. Why would I be faithful to your punk ass? I'm going with Shane and Steph. It gives him a, re- um, a reason to go to Team Alliance um, over that way. Um be with them to give them more of an edge for the Survivor Series match. And plus, since Stone Cold and Vince shook hands at the end of that match, I mean, well, obviously he did it when he won, but they're more together 
it gives Stone Cold more reason to stay with Team WWF. So you still have that Stone Cold with WWF instead of booing him. You can boo him. I mean, you really can almost turn him face again because he's with Vince and the outside guys are the invasion trying to um, – because like you said, he didn't want to really turn heel, but he was doing whatever he had to do to win the championship. But he realizes that, yo, he can't ever team with Vince because Vince is a piece of shit. Um, but he still cares about, you know, WWF and it being better than fucking WCW. Um, so, yeah, I just have it reversed. Stone Cold and Rock's roles reversed within the Alliance. The Alliance uh, still loses, so it still goes to WWF. Um, in my scenario, it's just, you know, you're just swapping it with Stone Cold going over and over the Rock, but the Rock being the champion. So mine leads more to, since they're both one and one they both retain the title. It's more of, yeah, Rock beat Hogan um, at 18. So Rock's on his high horse. You know, he's like, you know, one, two WrestleManias in a row, blah, 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 blah. You know, I'm on a roll. I'm the greatest ever. I'm getting these movie roles. And Stone Cold's like, yeah, you know what, some bitch? I done beat your ass once. I can beat your ass again. And The Rock's like, yeah, I got no reason to really fight you, man. Ain't no title. We ain't in title picture because I think probably by now Jericho's got that shit and they're fucking running with that fuck shit. And um, so Stone Cold obviously puts the career on the line to be better than The Rock, to always one-up The Rock. He's going to beat him and walk out a winner when mostly when guys have retirement matches, they loses. So The Rock's like, fine. But that gives them the, the setup for the match where they fight each other at 19. And then you can have it either way. You can keep it the same way. Rock still wins. Uh, Rock goes up 2-1. Or you can finally have that being Stone Cold wins. He goes up 2-1, um, which how it is right now. So either way, um, that's how I would future book it. 19, still my favorite, WrestleMania. It's a good WrestleMania. It's a really good WrestleMania. Uh, Bretsky, I know you didn't have one foot out of the vagina yet, but you've had plenty of time to think <laughs> about this uh, invasion angle if Rock had joined the Alliance. What is your scenario, my friend? So I had a really bad <laughs> one, but listening to Mangria actually gave me a different idea. I'm going to say I'm going to add a footnote with my name to Mangria's. Oh, wait, wait. Do, do, but... you, do you build off of your 17, or are you just going... 17 happened how it did, and now you're building off of, this. Off of the... Yeah, yeah, I'm doing that. Okay. okay. Um, I'm, I'm keeping them separate, mm-hmm. just for the sake of my own sanity. Okay. <laughs> um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to co-sign on everything Mangria said, but Cesar, you brought up an interesting point. Why would The Rock, why would they change SmackDown? I'm going to say they do that. They do all that shit. Like, you know, we're going to make SmackDown our show. Vince, you're our dad. We'll give you a bone. You put up a good fight. Mm-hmm. We're going to have another ratings war. The Rock, as the guy who essentially brought back all the all these legends, or he brought in all these legends from WCW, he won he won it for the Alliance. Is getting all pissed. He doesn't show it to Steph and Shane and to Paulie Paulie uh, you know, Paulie dangerously, but he's pissed. And so The Rock then gets to flex his you know as as we all know they're legendary comedic chops and acting to where he convinces Shane. At he went to Shane, said, "Listen, Shane, you are the you are the next generation of McMahon's in this business in this industry. If you want to make a splash, you'll sell your shares of WCW into this to this conglomerate or some bullshit like that." It turns out that conglomerate is all run by The Rock. He convinces Shane, and it, it, The Rock owns all of this. 
because The Rock's pissed because it's The Rock and he can do this and he can make it work. You changed the the show with my fucking catch. And that is not okay with me. I won this whole thing for you. That is my show. I now own WCW Nitro. I now own WWE Monday Night Raw. They're all going to be called SmackDown. <laughs> it's all nice. <laughs> Vince then goes to Shane and says, fucking idiot, what are you doing? That's why you will never fill my shoes. Shane is like, listen, we have a common enemy now. I understand where you're coming from because, you know, you're you're the one who's been doing it for all these years. It kind of reconciles the McMahon family. And then you go into the McMahons for the next Survivor Series. It goes into the McMahons versus The Rock and his conglomerate for control over WWE slash just SmackDown Enterprises or whatever. Oh, that shit would be gold. Nice. Very Rock. If you know The Rock can make it work. You know Rock would make that. Oh, of course. The only, the only, um, uh, at minimum, I would want for that just to be a super dick heel. And I know Vince would never go for it because Monday Night Raw is technically the longest reigning whatever the fuck. But I would be extra funny if Rock was like, no, nah, fuck that. SmackDown is still SmackDown, but Raw is now Monday Night Nitro. <laughs> I own fucking Alliance. And Raw is now Monday Night Nitro, and Friday is like Friday Night Smack. The Rock presents Monday Night Nitro, and The Rock presents Friday Night SmackDown with your bitch ass or some shit. Like he would always have some shit like that to say. Oh my god! But you no, know, that yeah, that would actually be really really funny. Well, the great Bretsky ninety nine has his own alcohol recall. What say you, Bretsky? This is something that I can recall because I was alive for it. Um, <laughs> this is the men's money in the bank from twenty nineteen, where famously I forgot who one of the participants got fucked up, and they're like, "Yep, up, oh, we're gonna do start with one less." But then Brock Lesnar comes out at the end as Ali sits, stands there with a the briefcase, not getting it like an idiot. And Brock Lesnar wins the Money in the Bank contract out of nowhere, which had a lot of people pissed, but had me very happy because I'm an asshole. And Brock went on to the Brock party where he danced with the brief. Oh, it was so good. I personally would have booked it like this. I forgot if it was brand exclusive or not. I'm going to say Raw. Let's say like there's a whole big thing like Brock Lesnar's contract expires after WrestleMania. Stephanie comes out after one of these guys gets injured and is like, listen, I've made a few last minute phone calls. Raw has the newest acquisition, the newest big acquisition on the free agent of the free wrestling free agents. His flight is a little delayed. He will be in this match at some point. And everyone's like, fucking that's bullshit. But all right, I'll go with it. That free agent turns out to be Brock. Um, and basically Brock has McMahon's backing and all that shit. Ali is kayfabe injured because Ali is a star that they've never really capitalized on. They say that Ali gets killed. It, it all happens the same way except for the intro. But Ali gets killed. Ali Brock then goes on that the you know, all the whole the whole bullshit with the Brock party, which and then he wins the title. But then Brock comes out and is like, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna you know he does the same thing actually. I'm gonna take a little little piece of piece of the pie. I said I'm gonna come out at number 29 in the Royal Rumble, because I don't want to win the Royal Rumble for both titles, but I'm also a heel, and I want to come out number 29. I feel like number 30 would be too unfair for everyone else, so I'm going to come out number 29. 
And everyone's like, all right, fuck you, dude. Number 30 is Ali. And everyone's like, oh, shit, we haven't seen Ali in, like, nine months. Welcome back, Ali. Ali eliminates Lesnar, a la Drew McIntyre. And it turns out to be Ali's swan song. Not swan song. It turns out to be Ali's coming out party. Ali then goes on to Mania like Drew. Basically, Ali is Drew McIntyre in this scenario. And Ali puts up a good fight, does not beat Brock, but then goes on, wins money in the bank, cashes in on Brock the next night on Raw. We're basically making Ali the star that he should be. So, That's how I would So wait, Brock still, how Brock still wins the money in the bank. Brock so Brock still wins the money in the bank, but the whole build up to it is that instead of him just randomly showing up with no explanation, right. like they would have had, they would have had before, like Brock Lesnar contract expires or Brock Lesnar quits WWE because he's so pissed about WrestleMania, and then Steph. So wait, so the, the, so the money in the bank, so that money in the bank gets canceled? That his contract? No, no, oh. no, no, no. I'm saying that after Mania that year before Mania, like like the Mania before he like when he lost the title. Yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. Okay. Like he basically like the whole story is like oh he quit like, his contract he made a contract expire there you go that that's what it is and then he comes back as like this new big free agent acquisition okay okay I understand so I'll go uh, I'll go with Mangria first because he gave us the topic last the last one well how would you book the 2019 men's money in the bank okay uh, I booked it the way the SRAP Army probably would have loved to have seen it. Uh, with Baron Corbin winning the Money in the Bank, uh, le- oh shit, we, lost, we, Bre- we lost Bretsky. <laughs> shit, right, God right. damn it! All right, hang on a second. Yep, send the invite. I'm gonna invite him, and I'm gonna keep talking. Okay, sure. uh, we have Baron Corbin wins the 2019 Money in the Bank. Mm. Kofi at the time was WWE champion. Baron okay, okay. loses to feud with Kofi. Kofi cashes in on Kofi Kingston, defeats Kofi Kingston for the WWE Championship, and until SmackDown goes to Fox, Baron Corbin and Kofi Kingston feud. They they win. They trade wins. Baron's champ. Kofi defeats him, becomes champ. Kofi faces Baron again. Baron wins, becomes champ. Kofi, they keep trading those victories back and forth, back and forth, making it exciting they, instead of... Well, you, you mean like they're both like three times champs by the time it goes to SmackDown? Yes. So Kofi oh, and Braun are feuding. They both have title wins under their belt, finally making it way more exciting than when Kofi took on Ziggler. Fuck that retarded shit. Uh, it's way more move, exciting. Uh, Kofi, he heads into SmackDown as WWE champion. Uh-oh, Brock Lesnar challenges him. Okay, well, everyone's hyped. Everyone's like, uh-oh, Kofi Kingston. Oh, boy. So Brock yeah. Lesnar, he comes to the ring. He's ready. He's got that grin on his face like, I'm going to murder your ass. Kofi Kingston. He's at the entrance ramp. Everyone's cheering. He's throwing his pancakes for some ungodly reason. Baron mm-hmm. Corbin attacks Kofi from behind. Fucks Kofi up. Throws him against the stairs. Throws him against the barricade. Fucks him up. Stomps him. Throws him in the ring. Which makes it way more believable that when the match starts, Brock runs up to Kofi. F5. One, two, three. Instead of just dismissing Kofi Kingston completely, yeah, they continue this storyline at Hell in the Cell later that month in a triple threat <laughs> matchup. Kofi Breaking versus Corbin versus Brock for the WWE Championship. That would have been a way better scenario than the fuck shit that resulted from all of this. You are correct. 
Sir, I don't know. I don't know if you just saw, but uh, Bresky just hit up the chat. Um, I'm I'm still sending the invites. Is what is he saying? I don't know. I didn't I didn't check it. If I check it, I get kicked out. Hold on, let me check it real quick. Ugh. Well, Cesar, <laughs> go into your uh, money in the bank. So for my um money, <laughs> he just wrote again. <laughs> yeah, he says send it again. That one didn't work. Yeah, sometimes when you get kicked out, you got to wait for it to, like, kick you out of the whole thing before, like, even if you send the invite and we try to get back in, it doesn't work. So, I feel you. Oh, it's midnight. I feel you, brother it's midnight over there, isn't it? Well, yeah. Oh, yeah. I didn't even realize. Yeah, it's 1230. Jesus. Yeah, it's all right. Uh, hold on. Let me take this swig. Uh, all right. So, for my, um, for my alcohol recall of that, I chose a different path. So for me, yeah, it's kind of it kind of still sets up the same way. Everything happens that goes on. Yeah, I guess that person still gets hurt, whatever. Um, the match is still going on the same way. But um, instead of when Ali is at the top of the ladder, getting ready to get the briefcase, and Brock Lesnar comes out, I had Ali at the bottom of the ladder. Then Brock Lesnar's music hit. So everybody's like, what the fuck? Brock Lesnar coming out? He coming out at the end of the match? And everybody's like thinking Ali. So there's more of a believable hype for like Ali to get up that ladder to get the briefcase to get the win. Um, so so Brock's at the thing. You know, he's, he's doing his little jump fuck shit. Paul Heyman's got the shit-eating grin. So while Brock is literally walking down to the ramp, that's when Ali decides to climb the ladder. And at the last second when Brock is, like, grabbing the ladder to, like, yoke it out of the way for Ali to fall, he actually grabs the briefcase and falls. And then just Lesnar just fucks him up in the ring. So Ali actually wins the Money in the Stank. Oh, I'm sorry, Money in the Bank briefcase. It should be Money in the Stank. It should be money in the stank. Ali actually wins money in the bank briefcase, but he falls on top of Brock while holding it. Brock just fucks him up and just steals the briefcase. So he still comes out the next night with the Brock party. He's still doing all that fuck shit. He's like, and then Paul Heyman, like literally on some fuck shit, like, no, 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 the rules state, like that Carmella Ellsworth fuck shit. The rules state the first competitor who grabs a briefcase, but they're going to be like, well, Ali took it down. Like maybe Ali, like, like doesn't hold the briefcase all the way down like it's in the air and Brock catches him and then the briefcase falls onto him we're like no Brock caught the guy and the briefcase landed on him it's his they're trying to say that Ali is be like nah bitch I unhooked it it's mine and this pretty much leads to a match with these guys fighting over the briefcase um Ali is like trying to work the fuckery for some reason like the ref was injured or we're trying to say like another, not like another ladder match, but a street fighter it could even be another ladder match. But like Ali's trying to hit Brock with the briefcase, kick him in the nuts, do everything he has to do to win this match. But he actually loses, so Brock still gets the briefcase. Now, I do hate the way that yeah, he just cashed in on Kofi and fucked him up and won the title. But that's the way I would do it to stretch it out at least, so that. Ali's technically the winner, but he loses it to somebody who can literally destroy him at any second. Or you can still lead into like 
Ali was it keeps trying to cash it in. There's always that thing where Ali cashes it in, and those are the nights that Brock shows up and like <laughs> fucks Ali up, so he can't cash it in, or he still sneaks it, or like Ali is trying to like steal it out of Brock's dressing room, so he can cash it in and shit like that goes forth until they have their match to where Brock actually wins, and then hate to say it, but history repeats itself. So Caesar's alcohol recall version of this is a big white man committing a hate crime on a Muslim stealing his property and his dreams. I mean, that's that's just the American way. <laughs> well, according to Bretsky, he says that his phone died, and oh, nice. it's he says that his phone might still think he's in this chat. <laughs> he says if. If we want him in, I'm going to have to end this session and start a new one, unfortunately. Yeah. Do you want to do that? I mean, sure. Whatever. We're going to come back with the outros and the plugs. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I'll, I'll send you one right now. All right. We did it. Besides all the technical difficulties, we have made it through another tripod beer runs. And Peter Wayne Kent is foaming at the mouth to listen to our nonsense. But first... Let's give out our show closing plugs. Julius underscore Caesar, what you got, player? Uh, I found it so white. <laughs> you did. Where's the go? Well, Uh-oh. brother Porter left. I don't know where he went. What, brother oh, Porter? Come on now. God damn it! He's uh, no showing. Never mind. He's back. Uh-oh. Um. Drink alcohol responsibly, as always. Follow follow dumb meme pages on Instagram, as always. And uh, give Bretsky a shout out to listen about whatever they talk about, college life, butt meat, and uh, sneaking in the dorm room, sniffing panties. Well, the great Bretsky 99 has a few plugs. Gentlemen, Bretsky, the floor is now yours. The whole floor? Mine? Awesome. Complete square footage is yours. Oh man, this is a good resale value. Um, yeah, so I have my own podcast, which is called the Faux Pod Podcast. That's T H E space F A U X space P O D on Spotify, Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts from. We are on Instagram. That's at the Faux Pod dot cast. Basically, T H E. F-A-U-X-P-O-D dot C-A-S-T on Instagram for any updates about audio, um, new podcast dropping, joke of the week, all that fun shit. Um, my latest episode was actually with my good roommate who is here and who has dealt with me um, talking. Yeah, my, my, my good roommate, Angel, who has been <laughs> dealt with me talking about wrestling for the past two hours. Um, so much love to him. He had a great episode. Jake was on it. Lord Jake of Seaman was on it. Uh, two episodes ago, go listen to the Faux Pod podcast. Follow us on Instagram. Came with Andy with an I. I am a so honored and happy to be a part of just a small part of it. You're gonna hear us talk some shit about wrestling, give our thoughts on predictions. Uh, for payback, it should be dropping either today or tomorrow before payback comes out. And uh, yeah, donate to my college fund. <laughs> Well, there you go, ladies and gentlemen. Plenty of Bretsky out there to listen to, including the tripod beer runs. Myself, I apologize, by the way, for every all the fuck shit that happened today. I feel bad. There will be a new APPW Dynamite next week, 
But as far as my YouTube channel goes, there is a brand new After Party Hangover episode 54 with Cynic Chaos. Just dropped yesterday. Go ahead and check it out. It's another Zoom session. As far as the beer runs, you're listening to this. So y'all already know where to find us. At the top of the episode, Cesar, remember, we gave a shout out to our listener from Spain, our listener from Germany, our listener from the UK, and our now 2% female listening audience. Getting a little familiar there with the snizzness. You know know what I'm saying? (laughs) No, I guess the GameStop, the GameStop ma'am is listening, I guess. <laughs> as as for uh, the episode, we always close with um, our most controversial member of the beer runs. But, I mean, Brother Quarter, you got to be in a better mood because Peter Wayne can't immortalize you in his art. So, go ahead. You have the final line of the episode. Brother Quarter, what's on your mind? Oh, come on. Rice. Right. Isn't that that illegal in the state you live in? That's your boy, man. That's your boy. Always popping that cash money. Oh, Brother Quarter has an Instagram, by the way. Follow him. Brother Quarter. (laughs) No R's. Sorry for for stepping (laughs) on your toes, Brother Quarter. Can you repeat the last thing you said? Because I think it cut out on you. Oh, jeez. Why would you ask him? Mangria, why would you ask him to repeat it? Why would you ask him? 